Shop at Acme and redeem your rewards points for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Download the Acme mobile app or visit acmemarkets.com. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Monday, June 5th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Overnight street racing chaos involving hundreds of drivers in Philadelphia led to a deadly police-involved shooting on Sunday. Investigators say it began when over 300 cars gathered at Bustleton and Philmont Avenues in the city's Bustleton section at about 1 a.m. Sunday. One of the drivers struck a responding police vehicle, authorities say. Not long after, police responded to another incident involving the same group of drivers that shut down a portion of 95 in Society Hill. According to Pennsylvania State Police. Officers were dispatched to 95 in the area of Penn's Landing just before 3.30 in the morning for numerous vehicles and pedestrians blocking the roadway. Upon arrival, troopers found a large group of cars doing burnouts and drifting with a number of pedestrians spectating. As officials attempted to make contact with one of the drivers, two troopers say that they were struck by a vehicle when it failed to yield. One of the troopers discharged his service pistol and struck the driver who was later identified as 18-year-old Anthony Allegrini Jr. of Glen Mills, Delaware County. Greeny Jr. was pronounced dead at the scene. The troopers who were struck sustained minor injuries, according to officials. Allegrini Jr.'s girlfriend, Reagan Hawking, says that she knew something was wrong when the teen didn't return home on Saturday night. She and uh, his parents then drove out to the scene early Sunday morning after the shooting took place. His car was there. His body was still laying on the ground covered with a tarp, said Hawking. Police have not confirmed how many shots were fired during the incident, but one bullet hole could be seen on the windshield of the car involved. In the aftermath of the chaos, President of the Fraternal Order of Police Lodge 5, John McNesby, condemned the ongoing violence in the city. We have to get this year, this summer, under control and we need to do it quick, he said. Pennsylvania State Police and the Philadelphia District Attorney's Office are still investigating the case. Officials also remained uh, Phil- also reminded Philadelphia residents that street racing remains illegal in the city. I saw some overhead shots, Kath, that they had of the uh, of the burnout, you know, uh, rubber marks on the on the Road and I could I didn't I was just passingly watching it on TV but it looked like it was on an interstate like oh, on yeah. one of the highways. It was on ninety five. Right on ninety five. Yeah. Dude, that's nuts. And, yeah. and obviously, traffic can't get around that when they do that because yeah. there were also spectators uh, out of their cars there. Yeah, spectators on ninety five. On ninety five. That's yeah. nuts. Yeah, they they shut it down. Yeah, it's scary. Uh, really... I'm surprised there aren't more, you know, car accidents uh-huh. that happen, or I know they do happen. Obviously. It's starting to happen. I mean, this so yeah. this is on a massive uptake, is it not? Because I'm seeing from all around the country, a lot of this drift racing has now become. It was always been kind of a thing. Yeah, and there's um, this level. I was reading about one in uh, uh, San Francisco. It was uh, like called the sideshow or something like right. that. They have, like different names for them, where they'll just pop up and all of a sudden start doing this and putting on this. You know, display and and uh, yeah, sometimes uh, people that are out of their cars watching will get hit. You know, and yeah. it's uh, it's nuts, man. Well, I mean, like everything else, um, there are places that you can go yeah. and do this, and you know, watch people do it. That's you know, set up in a safer way than doing Not it 95, right? on ninety five. A couple of people killed in Wildwood last year. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, because uh, they, I mean, people that weren't even spectators. They yeah. were just they, they were people on a golf cart. That were hit by these clowns that were drag yeah. racing. So, yeah. 
Well, yeah. and this kid, 18, and yeah. he's dead. Yep. Terrible. Oh. Horrible. The United States scrambled F-16 fighter jets in a supersonic chase of a light aircraft with an unresponsive pilot that violated airspace around Washington, D.C., and later crashed into the mountains of Virginia, officials said. No survivors were found at the crash site, Virginia State Police said. The jet fighter created a sonic boom over the U.S. Capitol as they pursued the errant Cessna citation. Four people were on board, and several hours after first responders reached the crash site, they said they found no one alive. The Cessna was registered to Encore Motors of Melbourne, Florida. Encore owner John Rumpel told the uh, Washington Post his daughter, a grandchild, and her nanny were on board. Mm. The U.S. military attempted to contact the pilot who was unresponsive until the Cessna crashed near the George Washington National Forest in Virginia. The Cessna appeared to be flying on autopilot. The NORAD aircraft were authorized to travel at supersonic speeds, and a sonic boom may have been heard by residents of the region. The NORAD aircraft also used flares in an attempt to get the pilot's attention. I wonder if there, maybe there was a medical emergency or something like that. Yeah, these things are so weird. And it, when I heard this story, it made me think of who, who was it? It Haines was Stewart. You're Haines, thinking of yeah. Yep. And they were in a in a I think it was a Learjet, right, or yeah, something. It was, that nature. It was a jet, yeah, right. And uh, it was flying. Um, yeah, and they uh, they all passed out. They uh, yeah. Essentially, they ran out of oxygen and and died. And it was on autopilot. And they just had to wait for it to run oh, out of fuel. Crazy. It was yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, yeah. Harry, a U.S. official said the fighters did not cra- uh, cause the crash. The Cessna took off from Elizabethan, Elizabethan uh, Municipal Airport uh, in Tennessee and was bound for Long Island MacArthur Airport in New York, about 50 miles east of Manhattan, the FAA said in a statement, adding that it and the National Transportation Safety Board would investigate. Aqua, New Jersey announced on Sunday that water pressure was fully restored to parts of Mercer County after the area faced water issues over the weekend. Officials stated that customers in Hamilton, Hamilton Square, Robbinsville, and Chesterfield were impacted by a well pump malfunction. Uh, now, Aqua New Jersey officials say those customers should have full access to water once again. Residents in the affected areas say they experienced low to non-existent water pressure over the weekend, which began on Friday. Robbinsville Township Mayor David Fried declared a state of emergency in response to the water well failure. Several businesses, including an Amazon warehouse and, and schools, were forced to close early due to the lack of water. Emergency teams worked around the clock to resolve the issue and fix the pump. The company says it worked closely with the New Jersey Department of Environmental Protection to ensure the water's safety. They also added that there was uh, no longer a need to conserve water usage. During the water issue, officials said water was safe to use and drink. In sports this morning... The Phillies beat the Nationals yeah. 11-3 yesterday afternoon in Washington. They won! They did it! Kyle Schwarber hit a pair of three-run home runs. Drew Ellis hit his first two home runs of the season, and the Phillies beat the Nats to win the last game of the series. JT Real Muto went deep for the second day in a row, and Nick Castellanos added three hits for the Phillies, who finished 4-6 and six on the road trip. They're back. They did it! They're back home. <laughs> They're back at home tonight to open up a three-game series against the Detroit Tigers. It gets me every once. I mean, you play it all the yeah. time, but sometimes it's just, it just it's yeah. defies logic. Aaron Nola will get the start. The first pitch is scheduled for 6:40 at the NBA Finals. The Heat tied the series with the Nuggets, winning 111-108 in Game Two last night in Denver. Gabe Vincent scored 23 points, and Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo each had 21 to lead the Heat to the win. Game Three is on Wednesday night in Miami. Tip-off is scheduled for 8:30. The Stanley Cup Finals continue tonight. In 
in Las Vegas as the Golden Knights host the Florida Panthers in Game 2. On Saturday night, the Golden Knights won Game 1, 5-2. Tonight, the puck will drop at 8 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you, Kathy. Welcome back from the weekend, all. And uh, here we go. A full <laughs> week of goodness. We have a new Word of the Week prize. We have the Pizik Round Barbecue and Fire Pit Kit that we've given away before. That's from Landis Block. Those are amazing, those things. Yep, oh, yeah. so we will get you set up with the letter of the day for the Word of the Week. That's coming up at the end of the program. We do have uh, a guest on the show today, and that would be Joey McIntyre <laughs> of New Kids on the Block. He will be joining us. I know. He'll be uh, around the 9 o'clock hour, and there's a, a tour of solo concerts going on. And he's going to be in Philadelphia coming up in August. So we will talk to Joey McIntyre. He's like that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he always seemed pretty cool. So uh, he was the young one, right? He, he was, was the young one. Young now man. he's turning 50 this year. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The young one is 50. Yeah. Uh, so we'll spend some time with him. And we have an announcement to make this morning about a President's Steve event. will be coming up around 8 o'clock. That first bizarre file that we do, we will reveal the details of something pretty cool. That we think that uh, you'll enjoy. And it's a save the date type yes. of thing. So, uh, speaking of saving the date, we are now less than two weeks away from our blood drive. It's a week from this coming Friday. Yeah. And uh, details at WMMR.com. Sign up for that. We want to see you there. We want to hit 1,000 units this year. We're getting back up to full speed. Yeah. So we want 1,000 units at least. Please help us hit that goal. And obviously, it's much needed, and you're saving lives when you do it. So feel free to peruse WMMR.com, sign up, and be ready to go. And we'll see you then. We'll be broadcasting live uh, and in Oaks, Pennsylvania at the Convention Center. And Pierre's going to be live at uh, the Live Casino Philadelphia, and so will Brent Porsche. So we got a lot going on. Yeah. Um, also, we need to oh, we need oh. to get a winner from oh. our uh, coolest teacher. So why don't we do that very thing? We put it to the West Deptford High School students over the weekend. You had plenty of time to vote and let us know who you think the coolest teacher of the past year has been. And we are ready to make that announcement right now. Lots of votes came in, and we are very happy to congratulate Mr. Matthew Palmer. Mr. Palmer with West Stepford High School is a Spanish teacher. Ah. Yes, so we will talk to him, hopefully, at some point this morning, later on. If you know Mr. Palmer, alert him and tell him that he is indeed the one that was chosen. We're going to set him up with the President Steve Cool's Teacher of the Year coffee mug and a $50 gift card from our friends at Five Below. So We had um, a French teacher last week. You know what? You're right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Madam, I forgot her last name. Trousseau. Kelly. Madam Kelly. There we go. Hang on. You know what? I oh, got you, you have them all right I there. have all the winners yeah. right here. And so it was Madam March. Your name was Kelly March. Kelly March. Right. So very, very close. All right. Now, Marissa gets to Yay! choose. All right. So she's coming to the studio for this. She's in the jar sloshing um, around. Well, while you're looking at all of those old ones, Preston, did you notice that um, I wrote West Up for twice? So today's winner is actually from Central Buck South. Oh, that's right. I messed up. I'm making you a new one. Wait, what now? Today's winner is from Central Bucks. Oh, it's Bucks. not from West Stepford? Nope. Central oh. Bucks South. Yeah, yeah fixing okay. that for you right now while we pick another so one. So Central Bucks South, Mr. Palmer from Central Bucks South. All right, there you go. We got that straightened out. Okay, uh, so we now have a new name, and who is it? Well, we have a new school. Who's it going to be? Norristown Area High School. Norristown, Norristown. Pennsylvania. All right, Norristown Area High School. 
So we're going to set you guys up. It's real simple. You just text the word teacher to 39333. And we'll send you a voting link. And you fill it out. And then tomorrow we'll find out who the winner is. you got roughly 24 hours to get to that. So why not go for it? Norris Area High School. Let us know. It's up to you guys. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll get the entertainment report. Hang in there. What's going on in the world of rock? You'll find it at WMMR.com, your one-stop outlet for all the rock news you need to know. WMMR.com, where FOMO goes to die. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Stephen only sells real natural earth-born diamonds. Well, you're right, but Stephen will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earth-born diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Stephen Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Before we ask our stupid question, um, we have our coolest teacher on the phone, prompt and early this morning, and I apologize, we had the wrong uh, school uh, that I had announced. It's Central Bucks South that this teacher is the coolest one at. Please welcome, from Central Bucks, uh, we have Matthew Palmer. Matthew, good morning. Hello, good morning. Wait a minute. Buenos dias. Sorry about that. (laughs) Buenos dias. I apologize. So you are a Spanish teacher, Matthew. I am, yeah. All right, excellent. And uh, how long have you been teaching at uh, CB South? Uh, this is actually my first year at TV South, what? Uh, but I've been in the district for about 10 years. One year and you nailed? <laughs> wow, that's awesome. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, how did... Yeah, uh, I think, uh, go ahead. I seem really dedicated to this one this year. It was pretty cool. Nice. All right, so uh, how did you become a, uh, a Spanish teacher? Why did you choose uh, that particular area of, uh, of teaching? Well, as my kids probably already know, they know I probably wasn't the best student when I was in school until I started taking Spanish classes, and it just was something that really clicked for me, and I loved it, um, and that just kind of drove me through through my young adult years and into what I really wanted to study for the rest of my life, and yeah. here we are. That's awesome, and globally, you, you yeah. have a lot of latitude speaking Spanish, and uh, it's yeah. everyone must want to travel with you when you're going to any area that speaks Spanish. Would that be the case? Yeah, it's really a great skill to have um you know i'm thankful for it every day it really makes my job fun it makes life fun um it's just a great skill to to have and to pursue love it matthew about uh you know learning a foreign language my uh my uh uh, brother-in-law had married a a girl from Colombia. he needed to learn to speak spanish and actually moved down there and lived there and so he was kind of thrown into it and he said 
that the moment he knew that he had a grasp on the language was when he started to dream. Uh, and that's totally true. Really? Absolutely, 100% true, yeah. And, like, it's like, that's when you know you've made it. Wow. Uh, so how has this, uh, this first year been? Have you enjoyed it? Uh, it's definitely been a whirlwind, but the high school is great. I spent a lot of time in our middle school um, and then decided to move on up to, to our high school just to teach some different types of courses and, um, you know, grow my own skill and all of those things. Uh, Excellent. It's great. It's a whirlwind, and it's starting to wind down a little bit, but still crazy for the last two weeks. All right. Yeah, I know how that is. What's uh, What are the plans for the summer, Matthew? Um, our district does a really cool thing where we uh, take students abroad uh, during the summer for like a mini mini study abroad that they actually get class credit for. Um, this summer we're actually taking them to France, but we try to alternate. We uh, we hit Spain some summers, France other summers, so that'll be really cool coming up at the end of June. Well, visit the Spanish um, side of uh, France. Yeah. yeah, no, it's great. I, you know, it was something that I didn't know that you could do when I was in high school. My daughter's actually going to Italy in like a week. Uh, Why did we never had that? I know, right? Wow. <laughs> Uh, well, that's fantastic. Uh, are you uh, are you single? Do you have a family? Anything like that? Yeah, single. Looking to move soon. Hopefully, after the craziness of the summer starts to wind down and just making my way through. Awesome, All right. Man. Well, listen. The the students think the world of you. You've made a huge impact in in just one year, and they uh, they voted in in big numbers, and uh, they want us now to award you with this little trinket, this little token that we have. It is the Preston and Steve coolest teacher of the year coffee mug. And our friends from uh, Five Below are going to give you a $50 gift card as well to enjoy. That is awesome. Thank you, guys. Thanks to all the kids that voted. And uh, oh, you I want to thank your Lord and Savior. I thought you were going to say more. Yeah. Uh, leave, us, leave us with some uh, words of wisdom in Spanish, if you would, please, Matthew. Um, bueno, que lo pasen genial estos dos semanas de la escuela que tenemos y que tengan un buen verano. Ah, uh, of course. Yeah. I yeah. couldn't have said it better. Mercy yeah. your face. Even, yeah, mercy yes. your face. All right, thank you, Mr. Palmer. Have a great <laughs> summer. And we'll see you. So there you go. Oh, wait. Here we are. Is this Let It Go in Spanish? Yeah. <laughs> All right, congratulations to Mr. Palmer. And now we have Norristown Area High School. Uh, you guys get to vote. You have been chosen. You have until uh, tomorrow morning, roughly around 6.15 or so, to vote. Uh, and you just text the word teacher to 39333. That's all you got to do. All right, stupid question time. We are going to give away a $50 Metro Diner gift card. And the question we're going to ask this morning, what is Wilma Flintstone's maiden name? Good one. Good question. 215263WMMR. See if you know that, all right? Wilma Flintstone's maiden name. Uh, today is the fifth day of June. A few birthdays to mention. Mark freaking Wahlberg. Marky Mark. Yeah. Turns a year older today. We're going to be talking to one of his brother's bandmates. That's right. Yep. Donnie <laughs> was in New Kids on the Block. Donnie was one of the guys that pretty much helped get the band together. So he, was, he was the bad boy. He was the bad boy. Yeah, he wore a hat. <laughs> That's how you know. He wore seemed a hat. Disin- yeah. You know what? He seemed disinterested. Uh, but uh, when this came out, when Marky Mark hit... No way I would have ever guessed he went. Uh, he would go on to be what he has become. Well, the word is now he's setting up, he wants to set up like a uh, a movie studio system in Nevada where he moved. That's insane. So, uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, so many great movies over the years. Uh, Boogie Nights, obviously, was excellent, awesome film. Uh, Shooter, the Italian job. Rockstar, actually, is a guilty pleasure of mine. 
uh, and tons of comedies. The guy yeah. does a ton of great the stuff. The other guys. 52 years old today. Uh, Jeff Garland has his birthday today. Um, the Goldbergs. Uh, for him, uh, also curb your enthusiasm. Yeah, so um, he, he he was off the the last couple of seasons of the Goldbergs. Yeah, um, and but he had curb going on at the same time, so it really didn't impact him. Yep, and he had some people that were having an issue of the way he was acting around the set. And, yeah, uh, they moved him along. So he is sixty one years old today. Uh, author Ken Follett. Yes. Uh, he was the writer of Eye of the Needle and other uh, suspense novels. They were made into movies, uh, by, like in the seventies and early eighties. Uh, so he had he had he had a good run. He wrote a book uh, called Pillars of the Earth. My friend Will had uh, recommended that I read it, and it was a chunky read. It was long, uh, but it was really really good. It's uh, Medieval Times, and, oh. and it's uh, a full series, but uh, it's really good stuff. He is seventy four years old today. Ron Livingston, <laughs> Office Great. Space is where we first got to know him. Uh, but he's had some turns on uh, Sex in the City and a bunch of movies. He was in Dinner for Schmucks and Time Traveler's Wife. He was in the uh, Ed Helms Vacation movie. He was uh, sort of the uh, the nemesis. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. They get in a fight at the yeah, end. That's right. Uh, he is 56 years old today. Uh, Steve, I mentioned this name whenever her birthday rolls around. Lori Anderson. Yes. Uh, she was a... Avant-garde. Yeah. Performance artist. Yeah, very much so. Performance artist and widow of uh, Lou Reed. Yeah. Uh, which is why we're playing a little bit of Velvet Underground. But, uh, yeah, strange, interesting, very creative type. Uh, she is celebrating her 76th birthday today. And then the last birthday I saw, a guy we've had on the program a few times, Mr. Nick Kroll. Ah, yeah, he's a Georgetown guy with, like, Berbiglia and... Uh Mulaney. I think it was Ber- and Mulaney. Did yeah. Mulaney go to Georgetown? Or I think that's where they all met. And okay. They were all buddies. And uh, Casey, I know you didn't love it, but I, I thought History of the World Part Two was fantastic. I laughed a lot in it, and he was more, him and Mel Brooks were, were two of the reasons it got done. I need to see that. Yeah, give it a shot. I mean, it, Casey didn't care for it, which is obviously is fine. I, I thought it was really, really funny. I laughed a lot, and... Um, yeah, he, he's in it quite a bit. Uh, Nick Kroll turns 45 today. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to a stupid question, and we need to find out what Wilma Flintstone's maiden name was. 215-263-WMMR. We're going to Big Bri for the answer. Brian, good morning. Good morning, guys. All right, Brian, Wilma Flintstone's maiden name, please. It was Flaghoople. Yes! Flaghoople. That name is carved into the stone stalls in every men's room throughout Bedrock. Oh, yeah. Flaghoople. All right, Brian, hang on. We are going to give you a $50 Metro Diner dining gift card. And burger connoisseurs take a bite out of Metro Diner's new burger lineup. A trio of 100% Angus burgers featuring a barbecue bacon burger, a black and blue burger, and a pimento cheeseburger. Yum. Available now through July 4th. You can visit MetroDiner.com. Box office, number one, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, by far, took it $120.5 million. That's a pretty good-sized take. Definitely want to see it. I love the first one. Uh, Little Mermaid came in second with $40 mil. Then you had The Boogeyman, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Fast X, Super Mario Brothers, About My Father, The Machine at number eight. Not bad. And then uh, nine was Suga August D Tour D-Day in Japan Live 6. And then you hurt my feelings at number 10. Uh, We'll start with news about Natalie Portman. Seemingly enjoyed the weekend despite reports that her husband, Benjamin Millipede. Is that how you say his name? Let's go with that. Millipede, like the little creature. uh, Cheated on her. What? 
The actress was photographed smiling at the French you. L1 <laughs> soccer match on Saturday night after the French publication of Voici uh, alleged that Millipede had an affair. Voici? Uh, what's that? Voici? Oh, I have no idea. Voici? Oh. V-O-I-C-I? Yeah. Okay. Voici. Yeah. Voici. What does that mean? Uh, here. Oh. Okay. Ah. Yeah. So a source confirmed the affair with people, adding that it was short-lived and it is over. Nothing's uh, over! Uh, the pair have been married for more than 10 years. Nothing's over! Yeah, that's their... Uh, Nothing is over! ...relationship therapist. <laughs> they marriage counselor. Nothing's over! It uh, hurt, didn't it? Uh, <laughs> it hurt a lot! Coming back from Vietnam, fighting the air, your husband's cheating on you, soccer player, it hurts! People spitting on you. People spitting on you. Yeah. Calling you Natalie Portman because you are. Uh, the source. <laughs> the source said he knows he made an enormous mistake and he is doing all that he can to get Natalie to forgive him and totally keep, made a ginormous mistake. Keep their family together. Uh, they said uh, Natalie is incredibly private and has no intention of playing this out in the media. Her biggest priority is protecting her children and their privacy. She's trying to get a uh, female soccer league going. Oh, right? really? Yeah, in the United okay. States, uh, at least getting a a team in California. All right, interesting. Uh, People Magazine published excerpts from Elliot Page's forthcoming memoir, which is titled Page Boy. I love that title. It's a great title for the uh, the book. On Friday, which included details about a secret relationship with Fantastic Four actress Kate Mara. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the relationship allegedly took place while Mara was still dating The Handmaid's Tale actor Max uh, Minghella. Uh, Page writes that the pair got together shortly after he first came out as gay while they were working together on X-Men Days of Future Past. He later came out as transgender in December of 2022. And he said, the first person I fell in love uh, that I fell for after my heart was broken was Kate Mara. Um, uh, Page had said she had a boyfriend at the time, uh, the lovely and talented Max Mangella. And the Umbrella Academy star writes that Mangella approved of the relationship at the time. Go for it. Meanwhile, Mara allegedly told him, I never thought I could be in love with two people, and now I know I can. So Paige explained to readers that Mara has read the book and that she will be appearing at a Page Boy event in Los Angeles later this month. So I have a feeling that uh, Elliot reached out and said, do you mind if I yo tell this story? Yeah. Or whatever. So. There's a couple of stories. There's a couple. Obviously, when they're selling books, all the revelations come to the top as they are promoting it. So this uh, is apparently very candid. Yeah. All right. I need help uh, pronouncing this guy's name. It's um, No, no, no. <laughs> no, it's a name. It's oh, a, oh. It's a person's name. Uh, People Reports Fantastic Four actor. Is it Ian Grufford? Okay. I know this. Grufford. Here. I, uh, yeah, old... he's the guy that played Mr. Fantastic. Okay, I have it because he's in Hollywood Trash, and I wrote down... Um, how to pronounce how his to name. How to pronounce his goddamn it's name. I-O-A-N is how you... Uh, spell his first name. All right, hold on. Ian? No, I think it's, no, it's not. It's Yoan. Yoan. There we go. Yeah, so. Yeah, Yoan Grufford. All right, so Yoan Grufford's Grufford's uh, 13-year-old daughter, Ella, has filed a restraining order against him. Uh, Grufford shares Ella with his former wife and 102 Dalmatian star, Alice Evans. In addition to the restraining order, Ella filed a civil harassment protection from the actor's current girlfriend, Bianca Wallace. This is really um, a mess because the wife, like I immediately thought, okay, he's kind of a, a scumbag then reading about some of this stuff. But the wife apparently, or the the cheated upon wife or the whatever, whatever the hell she is right now, uh, has some loony things that she's been doing. So I'm trying to figure out, you know, is there any 
resolute good guy or bad guy in this whole mm. scenario. Uh, the filings come following an alleged incident at uh, Grufford and Wallace's home in Los Angeles. And this was a source who said, I wouldn't put the blame on Alice. Uh, Yoan wants to have Ella be friends with Bianca, and she's unwilling to do that at the moment. And I think that's been a source of conflict. So, don't know. <laughs> you know, the, the old thing, the kid gets a restraining order against you. Yeah. Uh, Bam Margier's brother, Jess, took to Twitter yesterday to ask if anyone knows Bam's whereabouts. He wrote, if anyone in the L.A. area knows of Bam's current whereabouts or a hotel he might be at, please call the LAPD immediately. I'm trying to get them to ping his phone, but as usual, it's a whole huge process, and I don't think that we have that kind of time. I think they found them. Didn't they find them? Did um, they find uh, Okay. Yeah, because I've been watching this uh, saga unfold on Twitter. And I all right, sworn. I'll finish this while you're looking yeah. that up. He says, uh, if you guys could all retweet this, that would be really cool of you. Thanks for your help. And this comes after uh, Bam had threatened to smoke crack with the bums down at the effing boardwalk until I'm dead, he had said, if he isn't able to see his son, Phoenix. So we played the audio of that last att- week. attempting to get custody that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you saw a follow-up, Casey? I thought I did, but you yeah. know what? It yeah. says Bam Margera's brother uh, said the skateboarder and Jackass star had been found safe on Sunday just hours after he revealed that the troubled reality TV star had gone missing. Okay, because I saw him, po- uh, Bam himself, Posted on Instagram something of him sort of lip syncing a song. Okay. So we'll see how this plays out. Whatever it is, it's not good. Yeah. Jesse's latest tweet says, They found him safe. He texted me and my parents at 6 a.m. this morning saying that he loves us and he loves Phoenix and that he is, quote, at peace and that he took enough pills to stop his heart. Okay. Oh Some really God. heartbreaking dark crap. Thanks to everyone who shared this info- information today. That was from Jess. That's okay. really sad. Okay. That is. All right, on to other things. Abbott Elementary star Tyler James Williams addressed speculation about his sexuality on his Instagram stories on Sunday. He said, usually, I wouldn't address stuff like this, but I feel like it is uh, it, but I feel like it as a conversation. I think this is a misprint. He says, I feel like it is a conversation is bigger than me. It's wussy. And he said, uh, I am not gay. <laughs> But I think the culture of trying to find some kind of hidden trait or behavior that a closeted person, quote, let slip is very dangerous. Overanalyzing someone's behavior in an attempt to catch them directly contributes to the anxiety a lot of queer and queer questioning people feel when they fear living in their truth. Uh, the Everybody Hates Chris actor added, happy pride to all of my queer and questioning brothers, sisters, and individuals. And I pray that you feel seen in ways that make you feel safe in the celebration that it is this month. He was, uh, everybody hates Chris, right? He was the... Yes. Yeah. Yep, he was on there. Uh, Millie, Bobby Brown, and Jake Bongiovi are celebrating their engagement. Oh! Photo shared on Instagram uh, by Pete Burkill Hair Show. Uh, hair, no, is that who it is? By Pete Burkill, Burkill Hair <laughs> Show, the happy couple in front of a sign that reads, Mr. and Mrs. Bongiovi. And the caption stated, congrats to this beautiful couple. So... So they're um, celebrating the anniversary of their engagement? No, it's not an anniversary. Oh. They're just celebrating their engagement. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Uh, Steve sent me this story. Michael J. Fox suffered a tumble on stage during a Back to the Future Q&A panel at uh, Fan Expo in Philadelphia over the weekend. It was in Philly? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't realize it was here. Yes. God, it was, like, heartbreaking. I couldn't watch it. Yeah, the, thankfully, the impact of the fall was softened as the star landed on the couch in front of him instead of on the hard floor. Uh, the entertainer appeared to be uninjured following uh, the brief fall as he took his seat and continued on with the panel. I mean, he face plants yeah. on the couch. He was doing like a, 
It was kind of like joking around. He looked like he was like pretending like he was going to jump. I think he was doing the I bow and yeah, salute bow to, to Christopher oh. Lloyd. Yeah. And in so doing, he got momentum and fell forward. Oh. But but he's I mean, look at the, all the guys against and he's a trooper and he kind of made a, a, a funny uh, aside. And, and there you go. He, about know, but, the fall he did. Yeah, yeah, okay. but 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 he did. But you know what? That could have easily there could have easily not been a couch. Well, rush. he just had an interview in which he said that uh, um, that uh, you know that he believes that he will die as a result of a fall. Oh yeah, yeah. Ugh. So he was joined by Christopher Lloyd and Tom Wilson for the occasion, and it comes a little over a month after he shared. <laughs> Uh, that is more than 30-year battle with Parkinson's is getting harder. He had uh, sported a laid-back look for the event. He was wearing a denim jacket over a white shirt and black jeans. Um, he had a baseball hat and glasses. Uh, meanwhile, Lloyd looked casual. He was wearing a black puffer vest over a long sleeve top with blue jeans. And Wilson opted for a classy navy blazer and jeans, if you were just curious about their fashion sense. Well, you know, that's right. I'm always more concerned about what they're wearing. I'll tell you this, though. The <laughs> bitch of these things, Preston, is that they come in always on the weekend. Yeah. So they're never in town leading up to that. But I'm so glad that Michael J. Fox is embracing this stuff and is, is getting joy out of it because there was, uh, in that interview where he talked about dying potentially as a result of falling, mm-hmm. he talks about catching Back to the Future on TV and how... Special it was for him to to see it and my, say he was pretty good. My friend Anna Pacioni got to go to this convention this weekend and got a picture with all three of them with Tom Wilson and, oh, and, and, uh, and cool. Michael J. Fox oh, and Christopher yeah. Lloyd. Yeah, and it was a great photo. All three of them were smiling. Michael J. Fox looks like he's you know like he has Parkinson's. He's a little yeah. hunched over or whatever. But the the other two and and Michael J. Fox they're all smiling. And it's a great shot of all four of them. Uh, aside from the fall, it was an overall uh, good week for the actor. He celebrated uh, his lookalike son Sam's 34th birthday with a low-key family get-together. Uh, he shares Sam with, of course, wife uh, Tracy Pollan, who is 62. Uh, they tied the knot in 1988, and they have uh, parents. Uh, they are also the parents of uh, twins, Akina Kathleen and Skylar Francis, and Esme Annabelle. Annabelle, who is twenty-one That's years Michael old, Michael J. Fox. Yeah, oh, Annabelle. Uh, but he had said uh, about recently in an interview about Parkinson's. He said, uh, "I'm not going to lie; it's getting hard. It's getting harder and tougher." He said, "Every day is tougher. That's the way it is." And he shared that he didn't believe that he would live to see his 80th birthday. He said, "You don't die from Parkinson's; you die with Parkinson's." So I've been thinking about the mortality of it, and I'm not going to be 80. Is what he is. Uh, uh, hate to hear that. If he can get some joy doing this stuff and also some money, which uh, is not too bad either, that's good. good. Yep. Uh, And speaking of uh, physical issues, uh, another article that Steve sent me over a year after his battle with a mysterious health issue began, Danny Bonaducci has at last received a diagnosis. Uh, Bonaducci revealed that he has been diagnosed with hydrocephalus, which is a buildup of fluid in the brain. So he's going to undergo brain surgery today, and the procedure will see doctors place a shunt in his head, which will drain the liquid. We've always liked Danny a lot. Yeah. Always nice. Yeah, we got along when with him. Even competition here in, in the city, we'd see him at events. Good, good dude. Well, yeah, I mean, we uh, we saw him at an, an event, a uh, fundraising event, and it was funny because... When he started working at said radio station, the, yeah. like the higher ups were like, "We want you to like go on the attack." It was YSP at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And he's like, "I'm not doing that." Like, yeah, yeah that's what he told us. Yeah. Like, I'm like not coming guys. after you guys. Yeah, I like, like no him. reason to come after you guys. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, since April 2022, he has been grappling with an unknown ailment, which has impacted his ability to walk, maintain balance. He's met with a hundred doctors. He said, but only recently received the diagnosis. He said, "My life was talking to doctors." And just recently, nobody could figure out what it was. And I thought, well, this is a big deal. I'm falling down now. Yeah. That can't be good. 
So I met with around 100 doctors, and this one guy tests to see if uh, that's what I have. And currently, it looks like that is what I'm having, hydrocephalus. Uh, speculating on how he acquired the condition, Danny said, taking a guitar to the head on reality TV and having a boxing match with Jose Canseco likely didn't help matters. He said, I've done so many stupid things on reality TV shows. I took a guitar to the head, and that hurt, and was possibly the cause of all this. I got punched in the face by Jose Canseco, a 265-pound professional athlete, and by the way, I didn't hit the floor, he said. Um... So he says that uh, he'd be happy if he was able to successfully walk into his kitchen unassisted. He said, I, yeah. can't, I can't walk currently. So I'm never going to run track. I'm never going to box again. But if I can get from here to the kitchen on my own, bravo. So- you remember his reality show? He was He was jacked up on steroids. And he was having these meltdowns and we it, like every other week it was wild but it's like no, nobody can take that kind of punishment that he was putting his own body through so yep. if he can get clear of this and be on you know the the path to what he wants that'd be great yep uh let's see here all right i'm not familiar with this person but uh wild and out star ms jackie o uh she died she was 32 years old oh, and uh, it was reported that she was in Miami for a mommy makeover, which usually includes a tummy tuck and breast augmentation. Uh, she was reportedly found unresponsive on Wednesday at Homewood Suites by Hilton Miami downtown and was later pronounced dead at Mercy Hospital. Wild and Out shared the news on their Instagram page saying we're deeply saddened by the passing of Jacqueline Smith, known to the world's Jackie O. A talented Wild and Out family member whose impact will be uh, forever treasured and missed. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know anything more about no. whether it was pre or post this procedure. Sounds like it was pre. Yeah, I don't know. So, um, because those lipo things, those, uh, you know, that's, wasn't that, uh, Kanye's mom? Yeah. Didn't she died during lipo? Yeah, mm. a lot of people. Yep. She was only 32. 32 yeah. years old. Yeah, that's it. See, this is why I'm scared of this stuff. Yeah. Don't like, don't like it. All right, and then uh, we'll do one more quick thing. Deadline reports that writers are speaking out after the Directors Guild and Alliance of Motion Pictures uh, and Television Producers reached a tentative deal regarding a new contract on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, a writer told the outlet, I wasn't around in 08, but this feels like that from what I've heard. The WGA takes a stand. The GGA reaps the rewards. Uh, screenwriter Amy Berg tweeted, Thrilled that the DGA was able to use the power of the WGA's labor WGA's labor action to secure a deal that works for them. So, Everything say okay with the DGA? I guess so. Yeah, hey, we'll find out ASAP. <laughs> All right. um, we're ready for clips. Here we go. Sydney Sweeney is taking on the role of intelligence leaker, reality winner in the new film Reality. And here, she talks about getting the acting right. The weight of reality was on my shoulders. I wanted to make sure that I embodied her as much as I possibly could. It was an amazing challenge. I was able to Zoom with her and text with her. She was very collaborative during the entire process. And I got to know her as a person. Shut up, dummy. Uh, Reality (laughs) is out out now on HBO. I messed up her. Man, her, her star's on the rise hugely. She's in tons of stuff. Yeah, now. I saw her in the White Lotus. What was she in before that? Where did she get? Euphoria. Euphoria. Okay. Ah. Uh, the weekend is making his acting debut in the new show, The Idol. 
And in this clip, co-star Lily Rose Depp Lily. talks about working on the show. Here we go. I'm just like so proud of the show, and I and I really, I just, I really like it. I'm proud of what we made, and I'm proud of everybody's performances. It was so cool being on set every day and just looking around and being like, my friends are so talented. Like this is so cool, you know, to be like surrounded by so many incredibly talented people who are also just like nice. Shut up, dummy. <laughs> Uh, the Idol is now out on HBO. <laughs> Didn't The weekend go back to his given name? I thought I read that. Yes. Uh, uh, so midweek. Oh, really? What is it? Midweek. midweek. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I thought he was going to change his name. Yeah, right. what the hell is going on with that? Mm, all right. There you go. That's uh, the last trust people. story I have for you in uh, the entertainment news. All right. Uh, we have an announcement uh, coming up a little bit. Less than an hour from now is kind of where we're scheduled to do it. So we will pass the information along to you in a little while. We've also uh, chosen Norristown Area High School to let us know who the coolest teacher of the year has been. So you guys at Norristown, if you go to school, text the word teacher to 39333. And we will send you the voting link. We're also going to have Joey McIntyre. Freaking McIntyre. New kids on the block on the show today. So we're going to talk to those peoples and things and such. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. MMR presents the I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. Friday, June 16th, two locations in Oaks at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center or South Philly at the Event Center inside Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. Sign up now at WMMR.com. Donors get the newest Preston and Steve t-shirt, a window niche and tote bag, ever fresh juice, and our sincere thanks for making a real difference in our community. Appointments are required, so secure your preferred time today at WMMR.com. The 18th annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive, benefiting the American Red Cross from 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. Steve, you wanted to throw some love out here. Thank you for indulging me, Preston, on this. It is the big event. It's the premier event for Max Fun. It's the Mutiny on the Mashaloo. It's Thursday evening. It's at the Mashaloo. Uh, and it is a big event. It's the, the one that we really rely on. My wife runs Max Fund, which is there to help community cats and uh, through t- trap, neuter, release, and providing emergency surgeries for feral and community cats. So it's it's a big one. I'm trying to sell this out for if we can. So the event is, as I said before, at the Mashaloo. One ticket price of $40 gets you everything, all the food, all the booze, all the entertainment. We're talking Algorithm Vegan Grilled, Nothing Bun Cake, Zaz Ice Cream, Tuckins, Insomnia Cookies, Rosie's Kettle Corn, Aladdin's Beach Brew, the Philadelphia Pretzel Factory, and more. And you have Yards Brewery, Boardroom, Jazzford, Clear Rum, Stateside Vodka, The Revivalist, Entertainment, The Ridiculous Nicholas, a juggler and mime and magician, uh, Mike Palladino, magician mind reader, The Strongman will be there as well, uh, Todd Jones. We have a contortionist, uh, tarot card reader, Reagan Tilton and Jacqueline Baker, and on and on. Kittens to cuddle, a ton of stuff. I'm trying to make the case that your ticket gets you everything and parking's free that night in front of the Mashaloo, which they've suspended for this event in particular. Uh, So we'd love you to come down. You can get your tickets at PrestonSteve.com and or MaxFun.com, you know, through Eventbrite. We'd love to see you down there. I'm going to be there. I'll be your host. Come on down, hang out. It's a great time. I, I think you'll be very happy. By the way, the weather looks phenomenal for oh, yeah? Thursday. When I saw that. Sunny and like oh, 80 degrees. And that, that time of day oh. right there on the waterfront it's is the best. gorgeous. You know, we have up on the upper deck, we have our friends from Philly Photo. Yes. They, they have that 360 yeah. um, thing, so that's going to be up on the deck, so you're going to get the entire skyline. 
yeah. in your 360 uh, shot. It's That's going to be awesome. amazing. So nice. thank you for indulging me, and I'm I'm sorry to keep hitting this. It just oh, it, we re- they rely on it for the for the money, and I appreciate it. Uh, just go to wmmr.com or PrestonSteve.com. It's right there. It's r- one of the top links that you see. It's real easy to get the info. Um, Casey posed uh, a question to us off air. I thought this was interesting, and people might want to yeah. chime in with their opinions on this. Well, Steve, I'm glad that your parking is free on Thursday <laughs> night because I paid an ass load of money uh, to park in the city on Saturday. So my daughter, uh, congratulations to all the uh, people that competed in the uh, the Archdiocese, uh, Archdiocese? Archdiocesan finals and track finals at Franklin Field on uh, Saturday. I was uh, there with uh, with my wife, my daughter, from 8.30 until 2.30 plus on Saturday afternoon. Um, wow. Now, I, there's a parking garage across the street from right. Franklin Field. Uh, but I also have learned through trial and error to not park there when you're at a giant event because it'll take you 17 million hours to get out of there. So I found street parking on Walnut Street, uh, and I just paid the meter from – and it was only two hours. You could only pay the meter two hours at a time. So I paid at 8.30. <clears throat> I paid again at like 10.25, and then I missed about 20 minutes. <sighs> okay. I, I know. Between, I know it's going to happen. So at yeah. at, uh, at twelve thirty five, my meter ran out, and at, at about twelve fifty, I paid. Uh, I got a ticket, and at twelve fifty three, not knowing that I had gotten a ticket, you paid. Again. I paid again, and so I paid all in total. I paid like forty five dollars essentially for parking for the day, street and, parking, and street parking, yeah. and then I got a thirty six dollar ticket on top of it. I, I, I do have a question, and I know Marissa's shaking her head here. Uh, she's the city person. She understands and knows these things better than, than the rest of us. But could I go to traffic court and go, hey, listen, l- look at the evidence here. I, I, I have in front of you. I have receipts, okay? I had been paying for parking. I was at my daughter's <laughs> track meet. I got distracted for just a couple of minutes. Yeah, you can tr- you can try. You can, can certainly try. go in. The answer's no, going to be no? No, not necessarily. You could, it depends on, on the person who's... Give it here. a shot. Yeah, you can. It's right. just that now you have to go down there. you got to get a court date set. You got, you know what I mean? It's Which is silly because now everything's automated anyway. Can I just send a stupid email? No. I mean, if they can give you a, 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 a speeding it's, it's, ticket via cameras... I'm guessing also while you're down there, you'll probably have to pay for, pay for parking, parking as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I fought a few tickets over the years, Casey, <sighs> and and really, Kathy's right. I mean, what it comes down to is is the fight worth your time and your energy? Oh well, question before you before you, he answers that. How successful were you in fighting your tickets? It's like 50-50. I mean, one, you know, I, you have legitimate cases, if, in theory, if you're going to go fight these things. And so uh, sometimes it was like simple errors. Sometimes I read the sign wrong and, and you know, and like, or I missed the ticket. You know, I, I, there are any number of excuses you can come up with. But, but yeah, Kathy's absolutely right. If you If you are in front of a sympathetic person and you catch them at the right time and uh, you kiss their butt a little bit, you might get, you a, you make away with you, it. You were you were, yeah, you were trying. It shows that so, you were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, were you using an app? Yeah. You, so, so you, you didn't have mobile app. You didn't have to go all the way out to the car and do well, anything the fir- like that. The first time I did, yeah. because I was worried that um, I was worried that because it said two hour parking, right? So I was worried that like, are they chalk- parking gremlins? And well, no, 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 they don't chalk tires anymore, right? Okay. So, so they oh, do really? it. Yeah. Now they just take pictures of your license plate, so you can't even do the whole. Let me pull out and then pull back in, yeah, which okay. is what I did the first time, right? So right. I walked all the way to my car. I pulled it out of the the spot, like. 
25 yards out of the spot, and then I backed back into my spot, so technically I left and I came back. And then I saw the meter maid, and I actually asked her, and she said, no, you're fine. You can just re-up with your with your app uh, okay. wherever you are. So I said, okay, great. Um, here's the deal. I could have just parked where I parked, not paid at all, and only got a thirty-six dollar ticket, mm-hmm. which is less than what I paid for parking. Well, the bitch of it is that you had you paid both, yeah. say for twenty minutes, you paid both parking sessions, and you're going to pay the price of a of a the ticket, and you're going to pay to park to go in to fight the ticket. But on just that level alone, I've heard people. If you, as Kathy said, you get a sympathetic judge. Also, it wouldn't hurt if you walked in with a cap that said "Veteran World War II. Yeah, that might help. Well, as here's well. here's the other rub. By the way, like if it was you're just, in World War II. If it was just <laughs> yeah, yeah, what you, what you diet say? and exercise, bro. <laughs> um, when you don't have meters there, like you used to, okay. Yeah. Before, like now. Like, I'm paying for a... So I left, right? And so somebody doesn't get the benefit of having that extra time that I paid for that I'm not using. Do you know what I mean? Like, Oh, well, yeah, you can't do... Yeah. You can't do that anymore do because anymore. The, the, the spot is paid for that car and that car only. But, you know, if I pulled into a spot and there was like 20 minutes on the meter... I hate... I hate these. I hate this 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 system. I mean, I, the, the app convenient. is a, the app is a wonderful thing. Honestly, yeah. I use it all the time, and I I was was bristling when that first made the the, the uh, appearance. But now it is it is a godsend. But still, there's so many places with conflicting signs. And oh, with, I know. And, and, and well, and and sometimes the app itself has been confusing for me. I'm like, I, I remember there was a time in Maniac, and I'm like, I thought I paid. I yeah. thought I had. I thought I had entered it and right. did it. And I got a ticket. And I, me, did not feel it was worth the time to go and fight it. Go I just hate it. Yeah. it. I just, I'm like, the the, 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 the the time and energy taken to go and fight this was going to yeah. not be worth it in my With mind. With your app, when you hit pay, yeah. like on my app, it puts the timer right on the screen, the front okay. screen, so that I'm, I'm getting a readout right. I don't even have to. Will it alert no. you too? It, it should alert me, right? Yes. Yeah. It so, will alert me. Um, that's the thing. So I, I, there, there's one thing on your on your app that you can press to say, you know, send me notifications, which I didn't have sent. But right. I did get an email saying your time is running out. The problem is, is our crappy email system here at the radio station ate that email up and didn't give it to me until after 6 o'clock that night. So you don't have it text you? No, well, that's I have to opt in to have a text oh. or, or or to have an alert sent to me. Right, that was my so, question too because I I get the texts automatically. You must be opted in. Yeah, see, case I get Please the explain emails. to the court yeah. why I didn't opt in on the text. Right, <laughs> you should opt in on the text. I yeah. would imagine, right? Well, especially I, with our email system. What's funny is please send to wonky work email. Yeah. What, what's funny is the uh, the last time I put money in. I actually, I was like, oh, you can opt in for something like that. So I opted in the last time around, but not the second or the first time around. (laughs) I know. By the way, there are a number of texts coming in with people's opinion on the Philadelphia Parking Authority. And they're they're all positive. Every one of them. No, somebody had texted him an earlier one further down. It was like, Casey, you have a microphone. The time is now. Mm -hmm. Call out the PPA for the scum that they are. Let's, let's, why don't you give your summation to the court? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that because I had a conversation with yeah. a young lady who was a meter maid, and she was great. She was really nice. We had a nice conversation. Listen, she just has a job to do. She's not. It's, yeah. it's a crappy job, you know. That like she has to do that to people, and and for you know, yeah. like I understand, but dude, she's got to she got to pay her mortgage or rent or whatever, you know. Here's a text from somebody says, "Tell Casey it won't matter. I disputed a ticket where I had timesheets showing it was impossible for me to have been at the spot that I was parked and exceeded the time limit." Because I was still at work at the time, I would have had to start my parking, and I lost. Wow. 
So hang on. Joanne is on the line. Former uh, meter maid, or is, is that the proper term? You, uh, I it's don't like know. a Marine. You're always a, a meter maid. <laughs> Once a meter yeah, maid, yeah, always yeah, a meter yeah. maid. Hi, Joanne. Good morning. Gadzooks, guys. Gadzooks. Are you? All right. What What do you want to say about Casey's scenario here? Okay. First off, you can call us parking enforcement, but parking enforcement. <laughs> okay. Right, yes. Fair enough. Okay. Um, what it is is the ordinance of the city or the town. You can get several tickets in several hours. Yeah. So you, you can, can get more than one. Um, our ordinance is every two hours you get a ticket. Wait, and really? Yeah. Oh, instead of just taking that one ticket and leaving the car because, there. And, be, because, okay. well, and maybe wow. it has to do with, with whatever town you're in. Because in college, they couldn't give us more than one ticket. So we would leave the ticket on our car and we would have at least, I forget what it was, like 24 hours or something like that. But like they couldn't ticket us within the two-hour frame that you could be parked there. Right. And that's why they do it. Because you <laughs> will park there all day and not care. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, one time I, got, I parked in a handicapped spot outside of the Sofitel. And I had no idea it was handicapped because there was a tree that covered the entire sign that said, you know, handicapped parking. I How did that play out? Did you, did you try to fight it? I got two $350 tickets. Yeah. Um, because it's a handicapped spot. Well, because I was there overnight. Right. Uh, and I wasn't supposed to be there overnight, but I had too much to drink. And so I just left my car where it was. Right. And, uh, and but the only reason I got off is the second ticket they gave me, they gave me too soon. Uh, Seeing that you're a veteran of World War II. (laughs) Right. Yes. And that's what it is. You can definitely fight the time. Yeah. You know, and if the judge, I feel for Casey because if the judge is lenient that day, you'll be fine. Yeah. Here's here's the one thing that I... So when my dad was... uh, Thanks, Joanne. When my dad was sick in in the hospital, he was at uh, Presbyterian Hospital and for... uh, and So he had been there for a little while and the meters on the street there were broken, Right. And so we parked there for free for a couple of days. And then finally, I guess the parking authority figured out that those meters were broken. And then they put bags over the meter saying, you're not allowed to park here. And I'm like, no, no, no. That's fix them. Fix them. Fix them. Fix them. You yeah, can park no, here for free until off. you fix it. Right, right. That's it. That should be the rule. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's crazy, though. So when you end up in in, uh, in traffic court and you're you're, you're with a ticket. Mm-hmm. I, I remember, Preston, I told, I've told this story before. I don't know if I've told it on air here, but... There was a guy who was going 120 miles an hour on a motorcycle. Uh, I think it was on the wrong way, too. And he's fighting this case in court, and it was so ridiculous. And he's, of course, two in front of me before my case. The judge literally, like, like, almost like... You believe this guy? (laughs) He's he's looking around. The guy would not comprehend. You're breaking the law. You're going the wrong direction. Yeah. Your your police are chasing after you. And and this this is guy, crazy. oh my god! Okay, well, people are idiots. So mm-hmm. you know, but the people who do better, yeah, are respectful. I think if you state your case the way you stated it, and you said, uh, um, and do you have, did you save, save the email? Oh, I have, yeah, I saved all the emails. And you know, Steve, listen, I was I was pre law. Um, I know, yeah, for one semester. So number of people are texting in case, and this is not me. This is the the texter. They're they're saying you should have never used your work email. I know uh, to uh, to do that. You and I had had that conversation. The thing is, I, I don't use my work email for that stuff anymore either. But I I don't remember what is my work email and what's not my work email because I, I ran into an issue where I was trying to get tickets for. Uh, you don't know what you you. you when I signned up for the, when I signed up for this, I didn't have an iCloud email, and now okay. I do. 
Uh, so, but now I use my personal email for a lot of those things. So now I got to go back and like, you know, fix those things. And I didn't know until Saturday night. At the time when you were parking, you didn't remember what, what email address you used uh, as, as your contact through the app. Okay. I gotcha. So now, yeah, now, you know, you got to go in and change that. Mm -hmm. Um, wow. Hang on a second. Let me go to speaking of uh, fighting traffic tickets. I'm going to go to Carl or uh, parking tickets. I should say, Carl, good morning. Morning. What's up, bud? Hey, Carl, bro, bro. good to see oh. you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Casey, just pay the bill, bro. Just pay the ticket. <laughs> you're going to end up making a court date, and then you go to court, and just what if that judge doesn't like Preston and Steve? Now you got court costs on top of that. We're the darling of the of the uh, of the <laughs> judicial <laughs> system. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so they, that's listen. I've heard a lot of people just and, Thanks, and, and, my and, wife and call because, and when all is said and done, as mentioned here, you'll end up paying a lot to go fight this on principle. And you believe also it probably would have been better not to have it directed to your work email. But no, we explained um, how that happened. But if you if you think it's worth it, I still say give it a shot. Yeah, but man. I understand people are saying just pay it. I'm surprised Diane isn't telling you to go in and. Uh... And and state your case. Not You're a veteran. Surprise. I, I got the World War II, nonetheless. I stormed the beach. <laughs> Wildwood Crest. Um, no. She, uh, I think she's practical about it. You know, okay. it's, it's, you know, I got to set up a court date and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Come think, in. Show respect for the court. Come in with a big powdered wig yeah. and, a, you know. I, <laughs> now, I thought. I set an alarm on my phone. I, so, I, I had to use one. I was going to mention in, that. In Sea Isle. And yeah. um, I would set the alarm and then each time it was up if i you know i was there a few times and i, I had did to... the same thing i like it's just i can't believe it was just a, a a comedy of errors at this one particular time like i had set an alarm the first time i didn't the second time you know i was watching the clock uh, you know the first time and the third time but the second time <laughs> for some reason you know who knows maybe my daughter was actually getting ready to race maybe it was right. the time where the oh by the way there was a girl who who uh, set a record for the 9 and 10 year olds uh, 1600 meters will this help you in court she broke the 5 minute mark she she ran a 1600 meter in under 5 minutes at 10 years old so anyway it could have been during the excitement of that i have no idea why i missed it that particular time right. but i did I did. So, so I use Park Mobile. They're, they're, that's what it is. Okay, yeah, yeah. all right. And, which is it's one of the more popular ones. You can use, there are different parking apps that can get you access, but Park Mobile is the one that I use. And that displays run. Yeah. The the close, uh, the, the, the face of the phone, not, even if you're not into any programs, and it displays and you know what's going. What's what, bro? So I got a red light ticket uh, about a year and a half ago or so. And I, I actually, um, I, I disputed everything with that online. Um, because they, you know, they showed me pictures. I wasn't allowed to turn red, uh, right on the, on red. I was deployed overseas. But like <laughs> in the picture, you could clearly see that it was green lights right. that I had had, but there was, you know, it was just, anyway, uh, the, the point is I was able to take pictures of, of the, cause there was a bike lane. Anyway, I fought this thing online and I actually won. Oh, you fought oh. online. Uh, how, yeah. how, how, how but that did you wasn't do that? a parking ticket. How that did you a... fight that? What what evidence did you how did they have it structured so that you could fight it? All right, so uh, the light was green, okay? <laughs> was your avatar like a duck if I <laughs> The light was green, but you needed a green turn arrow to turn right on okay. red, which is like to me I was like, "Wait, what?" It was 10:30 at night, there was a bike lane, but also there were a series of 
of um, electrical lines that blocked all of these signs that said that any, you know, that indicated that there was a bike lane, that indicated that you could only turn right with a green arrow. Like, there were, so, and so I took a picture of these in broad daylight. And sent them and in. I'm like, you, could bear, you can't even see this in broad daylight. This is 1030 at night. And I'm, you won. And I won. All right. By the way, I love the story of the time we were doing, I think it was a mixer or something like that. And, oh, man. And, and you left a note on the meter. And... <laughs> And purposely misspelled it. No, I didn't purposely. Oh, I no. thought you did. No, he didn't. Oh, no. He misspelled it. No, I well, spelled it wrong. What was it again? Oh, God. Meeting? M-E-A-T-E-R. I don't even remember. Yeah, meter. Meter. M-E-A-T-E-R. This Was the meter broken or something? Or Yeah, the meter. And look at this. This gentleman's clearly slow. We can't give him a ticket. Well, at least I wrote the meter is broken, and I didn't say the meter is broke. The meter is broken. Um, hang on, I want to go to Dave because I've seen a couple of texts that have echoed this. Hi, Dave. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning to see you. Good mo- and good morning, it. What's up, bud? <laughs> um, so I learned this lesson um, when I was in my 20s. You know, I've lived in the city for almost 20 years now. And I used to go to court for tickets. And I've gotten hammered every time I've gone to a court for ticket for the tickets and the fees and everything. The judges, they don't want you to show up in court. Um, they want you to either pay it or dispute it, and there should be an option on your ticket to dispute by mail. And I've done that like three times, and I've just written a letter, and I've gotten off every time I've disputed it. By so mail. you're saying your your success record with fighting it by mail is 100, percent and yes. so is that how? Hopefully, you don't get any more tickets, but is that how you will do it from here on in? Uh, yeah, I will never go to traffic court for a ticket. The traffic huh. court is the biggest racket in the city. It's terrible. Interesting. I always thought you're, you Thanks, you're Dave. better off by showing up. Yeah, that there's uh, that they would appreciate yeah. the fact that you took the time out to and go. That you, you fought in World War II. Let me. <laughs> you're a hero for crying out loud. You're a ranger. Give oh this my man God. some room here. Uh, uh, I'm going to go to the Mike. The Battle of the Bulge. Hey, <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Hi, Mike. Mike, you're on the air. Go ahead, man. Good morning. How you guys doing? Good. What's up, buddy? Well, I got a. Uh, I broke down in North Philly. I pulled over. Um, I was trying to find a mechanic or AAA or anybody, and when I came back to my car, I had a ticket. All right. I disputed it through an email, and I got a notice three months later that I was fine. Okay. All right. It gives you that option. Oh, we lost him. Uh, well, there you go, Case. Maybe that is a better approach. It's going to save you time. I, but you still put in the effort, and yeah. and you might be able to. I, I, it sounds like a like more likely way to get. I'd out like, of that. for my own interest, I'd like to see it fight it that way and see what happens. Okay, um, because all this is the the email and or mail system is getting much fav- much more favorable reviews on how you fight these things. And Steve, he should send in a picture of the Iwo Jima flag exactly. being risen yeah. in yeah. circle one, circle <laughs> one, and <laughs> point to me. <laughs> Uh, this is very impressive, sir. <laughs> when you stick your hand into a parking ticket that a minute ago was your best friend's face. Oh, my God. Then you'll know how to fight a tra- traffic uh, ticket. Harry has a, a suggestion uh, for Casey. Hi, Harry. Good morning. Hey, guys. How you doing? Great. Good. What's up, bud? Hey, why doesn't Casey have Pierre uh, representing the <laughs> Yes. Yes. Now absolutely. you're talking. Uh, he'll show up a day late. Yeah. yeah right? There'll be a fraternity <laughs> suit. You got to figure, though, when he walks into that room, it's like Norman Cheers. Like, everybody's yeah. just yeah. recognizes. Yeah. 
I, I've known, he, he, by far, all of us together, collectively, don't even compare to the amount of parking tickets. The original Minerva. I mean, yeah. It was impounded because of the number of uh, parking tickets. Actually, the front <laughs> axle broke under yeah. the weight of the tickets. Isn't there a story of him, like, opening up his uh, his uh, yeah. uh, um, glove, glove compartment yeah. and, like, all the parking tickets Preston fell out in front of the cop? Yeah. He's like John Milner in American Graffiti with yeah. the, uh, that same thing with all the, all the tickets. Yeah. I did see, when, I, when we were leaving the, the track meet on Saturday, I did see a car had a sticker on the back of it said toe and i was like uh, t-o-w not oh. t- n- yeah not uh, t-o-e not t-o-e <laughs> oh that's i you seem very fascinated with toes yes um are you a sucker as well and i want to know like what what did that guy do in order to uh you know get, warrant that by the way my roommate in college had so many parking tickets um that and the car was in her father's name that there was a warrant out for her dad's arrest and they should they went to his uh where he worked and they walked in and they were like we're here to arrest you and he was like for what yeah and they were like parking tickets and he was like oh and it was her and she had to, she had to go in and pay like and they ended, she ended up because she couldn't she was a college student. Like, she couldn't afford it. They ended up, like, cutting it in half for her uh, because she had so many of them. Wow. Now, there's another thing that I didn't know existed. So, we've all seen the boots on the cars. And so, now they have this oh, different yeah. thing. The windshield blocker. Yes. The barnacle. Yeah. Yeah. So, they call it barnacle. barnacle. Yeah. Those suckers are, uh, are wild. Yeah. yeah. So, it covers your entire windshield of your car. And I don't know how they adhere it to there, but is it um, is it just like like it seems like suction cups, right? Seems or they like they hammer it on, or the whole thing <laughs> the whole yeah. thing might be like a big suction cup. I wonder how far you could drive leaning out the window. <laughs> yeah, right. You could do it. Didn't, uh, didn't Ace Ventura just... used to drive like that? Like if he's hanging out the window, yeah. like a glove. <laughs> Uh, you, you can still drive that though. That's the one. That's the one. De- um, at least if you're trying to stop oh. someone, you can't drive with a um, with a boot on. I had a bizarre file story of a guy, and this apparently was totally legal. Maybe I can find it, but he had gotten keys made of all the major boot manufacturers. What? Okay, and he was going down Dude, that's to a great idea. yeah, and he would go and sell these these keys. Uh, for like 50 bucks each, and I, or, or he paid like, you know, $25 per key or something like that, and he would go sell these keys to people who had booted cars, and apparently, I don't think there was much that they could do legally against this guy if for he, doing it. it. I think I, mean, I saw that story. It's, that's probably more an issue for the company to rectify that they're yeah. selling keys for something that they're selling that is supposed to be secure. I wonder if you could get a company to make you a faux boot, Preston. That just sort you of just slap it on there, and they think, yeah. oh, they, right? We already booted they already this. Got, exactly. <laughs> That's a great. Wouldn't idea. that be great? Well, wasn't the old trick just like uh, take a parking ticket off of somebody else's car and put it on your car? Yeah, yeah. and then you wouldn't get one. But they know they're walking the beat, right? Now they know. Yeah. Uh, by the way, our Zach says, Casey, your first appeal for the ticket is online. Submit that first, and then wait to see if they dismiss it with your evidence. Then the letter by mail uh, appeal. And he said, Caller Dave is right. Caller Dave is right. But when you make that submission, Casey, don't use your work email. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I mean, and uh, mention you... your service. Uh, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> Signed, <laughs> American <laughs> Hero. Yeah. Which uh, branch was I in? You were, uh, well, if you were storming Iwo Jima, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. But Wait, easy, put easy company. Easy company. You're in Band of Brothers for yeah. crying out loud. Yeah. Let me go to. Uh, you were in both. How many campaigns were you in? <laughs> How many theaters were you in? I was in the Pacific. I was in Europe. I did, uh, a, did a lot. Uh, you were even in Turkey. God, you're yeah, all over the I place. I was all over the place. I'm going to go to Sharon. Hey, okay. Sharon, good morning. 
welcome. <laughs> welcome, Sharon. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. What's up? Good morning to see so, you. Uh, yes, great to see you too. Merci <laughs> your face. So we, were, <laughs> we were down in Cape May a few weeks ago, and we did the Park Mobile app, and I accidentally had to fault my car oh. license plate on there. So we thought we paid twice, and then a, uh, got a ticket. I said, "What the heck?" So I realized, changed it over. I still got a ticket anyway. I, I sent the email in, and it, I made the explanation, screenshots of everything. They said, "Okay, two weeks, you're going to get a letter with our decision." So I get it in the mail, and they're like, "Yep, you're fine. Everything's good, but court costs is still ten bucks. You owe that by this date, mm. <laughs> or you'll be fined bigger." So, All right. So you ended up paying just the ten bucks. I had to pay 10 bucks. Okay. Yeah. And so but it's, well, I guess 10 bucks you didn't really owe, but it was a mistake right. that you made. So yeah. write you know. a check, but uh, make sure I it did. bounces. Yeah. I, oh, no, yeah. I did pay it, but it was just like, oh my God, I did all that and I still got to pay. I know. I know. This is, well, guess what? The system is usually against you, but yeah. in, at least in this case, what's yeah. the ticket price? If you, $36. All right. So yeah. if it ends up being 26, you end up paying for it because of the 10 bucks or the cart. Costs that's yeah. still better. Thanks. Uh, I think in media, it, at least it used to be this way. If you got a ticket and you paid that ticket within an hour of yes. getting it, it was yeah. only a dollar. You got a sandwich? No, but <laughs> really? it was no. If you because really? the the courthouse is right there. Oh yeah. yeah. All you got to do is walk over. And right. now I don't know how much of a pain it is to get in and what desk you need to go. Well, to. Well, you got to hire a lawyer. I thought you. I remember. If anybody can verify that, uh, I would like to know if that is true or not. Because I remember you telling me that years ago, Casey. Yeah. Um, hang on, I'm going to go to Rich. Rich, good morning. Hey, good morning, it. Hey, good morning, it. Good morning uh, to see you. What's up, Rich? <laughs> I will say good morning, your face. <laughs> I like that. That's a new one. Good morning, your face. That's good morning, how they... your face. What's up, so, Rich? So my, uh, I, I lived when I was 17 in Reading was my first place, um, and it was 50 cents an hour to park up there. And there was, there was like, dozens of times that I would forget or go out too late. So, uh, you know, a- end of story, I racked up 29 tickets, which turned into 29 individual warrants. Um, and I moved about an hour away down towards Honeybrook, and a year and a half later, I had a couple constables come pick me up on those warrants. Whoa. Um, so let yeah, me ask so you, Rich, are you saying that, so these were for 50-cent tickets? For 50-cent parking? No, no, it was, it was 50 cents an hour oh. to park on the street, and then the tickets themselves turned into $15 tickets. I got you. And then I just let everything go. I was just young, you know, ignorant, whatever. And um, so, so so they picked me up, and my first trip to jail was Birch County Prison for parking tickets. <laughs> that was your first trip, you know, huh? it, was, it, was, it was a hell of an experience. Heck, well, a heck of an experience. What was your second trip? Murder. <laughs> you mean second, third, fourth, fifth? You know, oh, never. my God. Rich. So, did well, we well, not, we're doing good now. So. We did not learn. All so right, when, you, when you go into it, well, you, have to, you have to pump yourself up a bit. Yeah. I park wherever I want. Yeah. <laughs> no, ain't nobody Don't tells me where I can't park. He parks wherever he wants. Uh, Let me go to Rob. He's been on hold for like 20 minutes here. Hey, Rob. Hey, what's going on? Started Bobby at work. Nah, we want to hear it. What's up, buddy? So, a few years ago, buddy, a buddy of mine uh, used to live down by Dave and Buster's on the waterfront. Mm-hmm. And on one of the side streets there, you could park for free. So, I parked near a disabled fire hydrant. I mean, this thing is laying on its side. Aww. So, I come back out at the end of the night, go to get to my truck, and sure enough, there's a ticket on... On my windshield, so I look at it. Eighty-four dollars for parking next to a fire hydrant. 
Wow. So, so, I, take, I, I take pictures of it because it's clearly disabled. Like, it is literally laying right. on its side. So, take pictures, email everything. In. How did it turn out? So, about, let's say, three weeks or so later, they still ruled against me. So, I had to pay $84 plus a $10 court fee. Yeah. It ended up being $94. So I don't get that, Rob. If it is not, I listen, if it is inactive and cannot be used, the whole purpose of keeping you from parking in front of a fire hydrant is to allow firefighters access to that fire right. hydrant. If it's absolutely inactive, like Case, you're, you're uh, with the, putting the bags over the parking meters. Yeah. No, the onus is on the on the city yeah. to make sure. It, so, fix it. Fix it. Until I, you fix not it, our job. for free. I still wouldn't do it, though. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Oh, and I, I didn't. Something, something would keep well, he's me from a doing hero. it, man. I am I told you guys the one time we were on South Street, and this is when we first moved to Philadelphia. Yeah. And uh, it was on, you know, like a Friday, and uh, I noticed uh, one side of the street, there nobody was parking there. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Look at all these open spaces. Why is everybody parking on that side yeah. of the road? There's all these spots over here. So I parked over there. There weren't bags on yep. the, uh, there were not bags on the, on the meters. Uh, we go into the restaurant and uh, NOLA. I remember going to NOLA and we went, got a bite to eat, come back. And I'm like, we parked right here, didn't we? Oh, they told you? Did they towed my freaking oh, car. Wow. No. Was it like a certain time you couldn't yeah. be there? Yeah. It was a certain time, and, and I think when we came out, the bags were on. Oh. But they weren't when we parked there. But I, I Was if, there any sign? I don't post? remember. I don't remember. And it was when they were doing that regularly on the weekends. Yes. Like, they would, they would uh, parking was not allowed on a, on one side of the street. Did you have to pay cash to get it back? Oh, yeah. It was a yeah. royal pain like in the $300, ass. $400? Yeah, it was stupid. Yeah. And I... I didn't have, uh, I didn't have my registration on oh, me or anything God. like that. It was oh. in the car, and I'm like, and they wouldn't let. They, I, had, I had to really wrangle them to say it's sitting in the car. Let's just go to the car and I'll show it to you. <laughs> and eventually they did. We had to take a cab to yeah. get to the oh, lot. Uh-huh. Yeah. Had to pay for that. Yep. Not you're a Korean War hero. How Not come? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting such bad PTSD because all of this. Like, I've learned it such the bad way by learning it the second time. Yeah. Uh, mm. Sansom Street, you can't park on after midnight. Lots of parts of Sansom Street. Uh, Walnut Street, between 4 and 6 p.m., no parking. In, like, the Rittenhouse area, mm-hmm. you just can't. I It's a toss-up between which is worse, PPA or getting your car out of tow. Oh, my Tow-tow. God. I'm going to say towing. Towing is a nightmare. It's cash, right? Cash only. I don't remember. Yeah, I think it's cash only, but the whole thing about your registration is in the car. Who has the registration on them? On them, exactly. Yeah. That's why tattooed on my inner thigh. What a great idea. And it's like before Uber, so you had to call somebody, so you had to tell somebody that this happened. You couldn't even do it on the... Sly on the down low. Casey, the parking thing, if this happens, I, I hope it does work for you because I have gotten so many handwritten letters back where I will mail in a check to pay my parking ticket and they're like, nah, this was, uh, this came 36 hours after the uh, date where, you know where it goes up after like 10 yes, days? right. So they're like, nah, we're just mailing back the check. They don't tell you how to go back and repay the thing and uh, what you owe now, but you just get a handwritten letter. Some beautiful woman is sitting at a, you can tell it's like very nice, like Catholic handwriting school, yes. handwritten note that just says, sorry, this is uh, not accepted and just uh, mail back. By the way, Marissa <laughs> found the story. <laughs> Marissa found the story here about uh, the people that have the keys. Uh, they're called the Boot Girls in Atlanta. So you have Baby Boot and Boot Shiesty. Are the Boot I like Girls? Boot Shiesty. Uh, yeah. And they they unlock boots using keys that are perfectly legal. They have something of a Robin Hood thing happening. 
Uh, though they do charge 50 bucks to unlock a boot, apparently fees charged by enforcement companies are $75 or more. So you're still saving. Uh, yeah, so, and apparently uh, owning the keys to unlock parking boots are uh, is legal. Uh, the gray area involves using the key, which the Atlanta PD says could result in charges of criminal trespass or theft of service. It says it's important to note that this applies to private businesses using independent parking enforcement companies to monitor private property for vehicles violating rules established by the business. So it's not the police that are booting the cars, I guess. Well, because that's, yeah, to, to me, to be, it'd be like, you'd be, if the police are putting the boots on and you are unlocking them, that would be a crime. But, but I didn't know that private services could boot your car. Yes. That's kind of, that's kind of <clears throat> dickish Well, they're, big they're time. like, you know, private, they're private uh, companies that run prisons. Yeah. And, yeah. and they're private. I've definitely run into private, uh, uh, people that are paid to enforce parking in parking lots. I remember, yeah. especially Casey, uh, Chickies and Pete's over, uh, by yes, yeah, no, yes. no, 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 no. Uh, in um, uh, Upper Darby, no, not Upper Darby. In Drexel Hill, maybe. Yeah. Um, what was the 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 um, Irish restaurant over there? It was uh, oh god, Maggie O'Neill's. Maggie O'Neill's. Yeah. If I was going to Maggie O'Neill's and their parking lot was always full, tried to park in the lot next to it, there'd always somebody be coming out. No, get out of here. Yeah, you, you can't. Eat you it. can't park here. Yeah, I'm a veteran. Yeah. yeah. And by the <laughs> but way, <I'm... laughs> I saved a lot of lives that day. I didn't tell you this one, but uh, as I was crossing the street after I paid the the uh, meter the first time there was a hypodermic just sitting there in the middle of the street and i said i oh i, I can't have this that's this that, that is dangerous so <laughs> I, I tasted it uh sure enough drugs drugs um no but i found there was a police officer i'm like listen i don't know if i'm being an alarmist here but there's a hypodermic like just sitting in the middle of the street here and, and on they, the ground well, well <laughs> yeah no but they actually they do have um 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 a bag or something or yeah, a, a box like you know yeah. normally the box steer the back steer uh but yeah he opened the back of his his patrol car and grabbed the little box and yeah, okay. i saved lives that day I'm all sure right well mm-hmm. tell judge that i would yeah. add that in your notes yes, yeah if you're gonna fight this online so all right, uh, it seems kind of 50-50, the response of, no, yes, yeah. you can, you know, maybe. My boss get... said just pay the ticket. Your boss did? Yeah. Bill West? Diane? No, no, oh, okay. <laughs> no, his real boss. Pay the ticket. All right, well, uh, let's get a follow-up on this uh, yes. and see how you, how you do on that, all right? Uh, I want to take a break because we want to come back and we uh, want to share some information with you. We have a bit of an announcement. Yes. Uh, a save the date to pass along to you. We're going to come back in a second. I got some obviously great bizarre file stories from the weekend as well. Won't be gone long, so hang out with us, all right? Don't drunk text your ex. Text MMR instead at 39333. Just don't ask us, hey, you up? Because, nah, we're good. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopinAndWinGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. 
free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one carat lab grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earth born diamonds. Well, you're right, but Steven will never sell a lab grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earth born diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. You know what? I said we were going to do this around 8, so maybe I should make this announcement okay, first, if I'll that's cool with you guys. So, uh, here it is, the 5th day of June, and we are announcing a save the date for the Camp Out for Hunger. Yeah! Yeah. We're going to put this in the calendar now. <laughs> It's proof positive that we work on this year-round. It is true. And so the dates for Camp Out for Hunger this year will be November 13th through the 17th. So we're coming in right before Thanksgiving. Right. And we're doing it at Xfinity Live, of course, inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. And uh, we found that 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 time frame seems to work out best. We used to do it after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes we'd get a little funky weather from time to time. Right. And uh, then one year we tried it in October, and we're like, that's way, way too, too early. early. Yeah. Uh, so it seems to be like right before Thanksgiving is our best shot at a having a, a more agreeable weather scenario. And also it has to do with what events are taking place at the sports complex. That's the juggling that's involved. And obviously our food trucks and, and uh, fireworks event. Uh, Preston, that evening, if you remember, we shot our big uh, pyrotechnic video. Yeah. Uh, we were all just wearing regular shirts. Yeah. It was gorgeous. It was wonderful. It was gorgeous. Uh, so more information is going to be announced later this summer. Of course, your donations are needed to help fill abundance in their mission to drive hunger from our community. Information available at WMMR.com. So it's way out in front. But what we would like for you to do is just go ahead and uh, pop into your calendar now on November 13th through the 17th. And it's a good idea, especially if you want to uh, get way out in advance and start to organize any food drives, community events uh, or school or work, whatever it may be. You can go ahead and and plop that in the calendar and maybe uh, eyeball some time in October or whenever it may be that you want to start your efforts uh, and get set for that. So there you go. Save the date. Uh, The Camp Out for Hunger. Will be November 13th through the 17th, Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. Let's do the Bizarre Five. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Five. Brought to you this morning by Protein Collision, your certified collision repair center. And if you get into an accident, Protein Collision is there for all of your auto body repair needs. A 23-year-old true crime fanatic was arrested in the South Korean city of Busan on Wednesday in connection with the killing and dismembering of a woman. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Police said they believe the killing was done, quote, out of curiosity. Yes. Driven by the suspect's desire to experience what murder was like firsthand. I wonder how much, how many times you have fanatics like this that actually become seduced into seeing if they could pull it off. Yeah. Well, this was uh, Young Yu Young. Yes, uh, I know. Uh, Confet Young Yu yeah. Young. <laughs> Uh, confessed to the killing and was uh, indicted for murder on Friday. Initially, Young claimed to have killed the victim during an argument, but later retracted the statement when presented with contradictory evidence by investigators. I'm a World War II veteran. A police spokesperson said that they uh, the they suspect that the murder was premeditated and was driven by Young's desire to kill someone to reveal that she became obsessed with murder in TV programs and books. 
Uh, an investigation of Young's phone revealed three months' worth of search history on how to hide a corpse. The investigation also revealed that Young had watched true crime TV shows yeah. and borrowed crime books from a library. Police said Young searched for a victim online, eventually finding one through an app that connects uh, parents with private tutors. And two days before the killing, she contacted the victim, posing as a mother of a ninth grader to arrange a visit to the victim's home. Is it Was this the case with the, the, the kid uh, from the Poconos who uh, killed the co-eds? He was, he was in some way involved with studying crime and crime scenes or there's some sort of connection. He was Something fascinated like with it. Yeah. yeah. Wanted to see if he could do it. So on the day of the crime, Young went to the home disguised as a student wearing a school uniform she had purchased online. Once inside the property, police alleged that she fatally stabbed the victim. Police said then that Young dismembered the body, oh, oh. placing some of the corpse in a suitcase that she dumped in a wooded area by a river and leaving other parts of the corpse in her own home. However, the taxi driver who took her to the wooded area alerted the police. Police said they found blood-stained clothing in her bags. Jeez. Wow. All right, when officials at national parks warn visitors not to interfere or mess with animals, some take that advice and some don't. Over Memorial Day weekend, tourists decided to take matters in their own hands when coming upon a newborn elk. Visitors placed the elk calf in their car. Oh, man. While likely driving on U.S. Highway 191 in the park, this is in Yellowstone, and brought the newborn to the West Yellowstone, Montana Police Department. What uh, the hell? Yeah, the elk calf later ran off into the forest, and its condition is unknown. So nothing ever happened with the animal. And listen, if, even if you see harmed animals, you are supposed to leave them alone. Right. It's it is- part of the ecosystem. Yes. So the, uh, the even if the tourists were trying to do a good deed, uh, violators can face some serious penalties. Where's my baby? Uh, Yellowstone mandates visitors must stay at least 100 yards away from bears and wolves and at least 25 yards away from all the other animals, including bison <laughs> and elk. As if you have to be told that, but you do. You there's do. A, there's a whole bunch of new footage of people attempting to pet there's one woman attempted to pet a bison, and the thing jumped up at her. Yeah, Nick has uh, pulled up a, an account called Torons of Yellowstone, <laughs> which is a, a play on the word morons. And there, here's a woman standing, I yeah. mean, one foot away from a bison taking uh, a selfie. I don't believe this. It's just insane. All right, moron. You know, I need to follow that account. It's a great account, Yeah, although it makes you angry. I know. Hey, help me get the camera ready because I'm going to put on a show for you. All right. Uh, Let's see what else we have here. An employee at a Sonic Drive-In restaurant in New Mexico was arrested after he lost his bag of cocaine that somehow ended up on a customer's hot dog. (laughs) So he's coke and like a garnish? Yeah. Is that wit? Uh, That is way wit, big time. Uh, Jennifer David Salazar <clears throat> faces a felony charge for possession of a controlled substance. Yeah, I just had a hot dog. I think there's something on it. Police said uh, illegal narcotics were discovered. Yeah, just here. I just hit it right here. In a customer's <laughs> recent Coney purchase at Sonic. Yeah, it was a Coney purchase. Uh, the sun substance was inadvertently placed in the food as Salazar was preparing the order. A field test confirmed the substance discovered in the food was cocaine. I'll be here doing a thousand push-ups. A woman called police on Tuesday after she bit into her food, only discovered she had bitten into a plastic bag. Oh man, she does believe she does believe that uh, any of the powdered substance went into her mouth, uh, or doesn't believe that. Uh, the affidavit for the arrest warrant says Salazar was observed on video surveillance conducting what appeared to be a hand-to-hand transaction with a female employee. Salazar then makes her food uh, before appearing to frantically search the area as if he lost something. Man, 
Salazar admitted to police he purchased the cocaine from someone in the restaurant's parking lot. And I guess he dropped it in the bag. It landed on the hot dog. And when she bit into it, there you go. Oh, they'll be talking about that at the Christmas party. Bag of Coke. Wow. A Fort Myers family had some unexpected company for dinner on Thursday night. The McCaslins were sitting down for dinner when all of a sudden a random man came barging into the front door. (laughs) Brian McCaslin said he only had a bathing suit, no shoes or anything else. He was at the table with his two teenage daughters when they heard what they thought was a knocking at the door. He said, as I walked out of the area where we were eating dinner at... There was an individual in the living room or the front door area proceeding to advance into my house. Surprised at what he was seeing, McCaslin uh, said the encounter became even stranger once the man opened his mouth. He said he started to tell me that he was a ghost and that I shouldn't be able to see him. So something was wrong. He was shocked that I could see him. He thought that he was walking around and that nobody could see him. So you can see me. Uh, Brian, barely able to believe what he was seeing, tried to get the man back out of the front door that he came through. Boo. He said, I could tell that... (laughs) I could tell that his behavior was not normal. Who knows what that person might do if they have a chance to think. Zoinks! I just... I did not mean to do that at all. You know what happened? It looked as if you completely forgot where you were and just belched. And without and did not even try to stop I it at all. I did not even <laughs> mean to do that. It was on the. It was also on the heels of a zoinks. <laughs> so is that what's in your mind? Oh, you yeah. just didn't even think about it. No, I didn't yeah. even think about yeah. it. I didn't even feel it bubbling up. <laughs> you know what? You know what I think? I was laughing at zoinks, <laughs> and at that very moment, a burp decided to uh, wow. to manifest. But it was itself. a per- perfectly intact burp. That's good. It sounded like a, a good one. It was a good one. It sounded, sounded Did you least... taste anything? It tasted yeah. of apple, which oh, I just oh, ate a yeah, moment yeah. ago. Oh, my God. I'm in... Marissa's isolating <laughs> that, I'm sure. In 30-some-odd years in this business. I mean, running into the microphone. 33 years in this business, I've never done anything like that. No. Wow. Special day. Special right. Monday. Yes. Okay. All right. So, anyhow, after causing the scene inside, the guy who claims his name is Kevin... Came running out where a crew was cutting down a tree. He hopped up in one of their trucks and locked himself inside. He said, Excuse me, he said he doesn't have a home and he's going to make their truck his home. Well, is that where ghosts live? It took some coaxing, but the tree trimmers were able to get the man out of his truck where he ran away, still wearing nothing but his bathing suit. You can't see me. McCaslin called the sheriff's office and filed a report, and he now wants deputies to find the man but not press the charge. I can see you. Cannot. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. God, I can't believe I did that. That was great. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back in a moment. A little later on, Joey McIntyre on the show. And don't forget, coolest teacher school is Norristown Area High School. You guys get to vote. Text the word teacher to 39333. That's all you have to do. We do. You don't need to send us a name or anything. Just teacher 39333, and we'll send you the voting link. Be back in a moment. 93.3 WMMR proudly supports the American Cancer Society Bikeathon Bridge to the Beach. 
celebrating 51 years of riding for a world without cancer. Hey, it's Marcus. Join me and Team WMMR on Sunday, June 11th for this family-friendly ride to save lives. All Team WMMR riders can now access group pricing for Team WMMR jerseys and other great cycling apparel from Volet and their Made in America. The first 50 team members that hit their fundraising goal will get $50 towards their purchase thanks to our great sponsor, Tam and Inc., because everybody has the right to access information. Register to ride with Team WMMR. Get complete details at WMMR.com or text BIKE to 39333 for a link to the info. The ACS Bikeathon and 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. I would like to lead this segment with a couple of apologies. Uh, I would like to apologize to Jennifer Garner and her full boy Ben Affleck. No. Of course. Uh, no, I need to apologize to... I'd like to apologize to Jennifer Garner and her pool boy, Ben Affleck, for incorporating them into my fantasy life. Okay, well, you got that out of the way. No, I'd like to apologize to listener Jason Dickey, because you guys remember last week... Yes. I was looking for somewhere to play golf on Sunday morning, because I'm have a. i am getting invited to play at one of the greatest golf course in the country. You want to be on your game. I want to be on my game, so I want to get out and play. So I, I threw out there that I wasn't looking for a free round of golf or anything like that. I just wanted just a group of people to play with on Sunday. So Jason had offered to play, um, have me out to any Valley Country Club to play. I had to cancel on that on Sunday. Why? I would like to apologize uh, to my friends, uh, Mark and Tara Wasmer. They were having a graduation party for their daughter, Olivia. So congratulations to Olivia. I am sorry I could not make it to the graduation party on Sunday. Nice. The reason being is because I was at a graduation party on Saturday, my son Carter's best friend Lauren, and we were having we were having a great time. Oh, yeah? <laughs> we were having so much fun. Nice. There was, uh, there it was just doesn't get better. Wonderful barbecue food. They had ice cream cakes and all kinds of stuff. Everybody was in a great. It was a beautiful day. <laughs> I was just enjoying myself. And so we, we we stayed, and then we were going to, uh, we were ready to leave, my wife and I. So we said our goodbyes to everyone, you know, take care, have a great night, so on. What a, so congratulations, Lauren, you know, and everything. And so oh, this, as you were leaving? As we're walking out the door, <laughs> I'm admiring their home. Uh, I was pointing out some things to Rochelle. I step out the front door, and then there's a small little um, walkway, and then two stairs that go down. And I was pointing out something in the house that it reminded me of something in our house. And as a window. I, and as I did that, I proceed to roll my ankle, <laughs> fall off the stairs, and end up face first in a flower bed. <laughs> and oh, those no. of you who have rolled your ankle, <laughs> you know the pain that I oh. speak of. Oh. And I, I landed, I landed in this. In this mulch bed. Were you face down? There's mulch on my face. It's all over my shirt and everything. God. And uh, two things, two things come to mind. Like, as soon as I hit the ground, like, literally, as I hit the ground, within, I, I kid you not, two seconds, two things occurred yeah. to me. The first thing was, did anybody see that? Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. And then number two, two words. Pine Valley. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I thought. That's uh-huh. the golf course that I'm playing this coming weekend. And Did you I'm, feel pain immediately? Oh, my God. Immediately. Oh, Severe dude. pain. Vomit type pain. Almost. So yeah. I had, and then, and Rochelle is, 
You know, and I also, I skinned my knee yeah. and my hands, you know, and everything. And you ate mulch. And I ate mulch. But that's nothing compared to the pain of rolling an ankle, man. And so I'm laying there and I'm like, oh, I'm trying to assess, you know, the level of pain. And I know that I can't get up. I can't step on it. There's no way. Kill me. And if I and if I even tried to raise my head up, there's a chance I'm going to pass out because oh, no. my heart was just flying. And Rochelle, Steve, it's like that uh, that old uh, Ben Franklin bit that we had when he gets struck by lightning. Yes, she's trying to comfort me, and she's asking me Get questions, away. and I'm just like, "Shut up!" I'm like, "I didn't say shut yeah. up." I'm like, "Just let me, let me breathe here. I Go need away. to breathe Go because away. yeah, that's yeah. all I want. I don't want anybody near me. I don't want anybody." I, I know I'm I'm, I'm going to live. I'm going to be all right. You just got to you just got to give me a couple of minutes here. So you dodged a bullet on. She was the only one who saw your face plant. Yes, it was now, right outside the door, front door, right outside. The How front the door. hell did you avoid that? And nobody nobody came out. They didn't hear us because there was a party going on right. outside. Uh, however, one of Carter's friends apparently I heard Rochelle say something. No, he's fine. I heard him say her say that. So I think they were in their car and they they asked, Is everybody is everything okay? Did you because I'm just laying on the ground. Did you consider asking Rochelle to cover you over with mulch yeah. until you felt better? Yeah, just cover me up. <laughs> I don't want anybody to see me. Oh, man. oh it hurts. How, so it was, wasn't like standing up. She had to she hoisted you up. Actually, yeah. So she gave me a hand up and I could I could immediately I could put a little weight on it. I'm like, okay, that's good. Yeah. That's really broken. good because because if you if you've ever had anything broken yeah yeah, yeah. and you you try to utilize it it's like um, you're like oh no oh no 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 that, yep. I'm I'm not doing that when I broke my wrist uh, I remember trying to reach and grab for a door handle yeah. and just went oh no no uh-huh. that ain't gonna happen so just to, so it wasn't that and I and I was able to limp to the car with her help but I but I know the sensation and and I've had it before and we were headed over to another friend's house so I text him ahead of time and they had a. They had ice yeah. and a glass of whiskey oh, no. and a pillow oh, for me to God. rest my leg on. So oh, so I let me ask you, how many weeks prior to that, you almost ripped your arm off oh, yeah. tightening a screw? Just a couple weeks ago. In fact... And you were stepping down two steps. Look who's on the phone line. Oh. Christine from uh, Trinity <laughs> Rehab, my oh, physical no. therapy person. Hi, Christine. Hi. Hey, what's up? Um, I think we need to wrap you in bubble wrap. <laughs> I know. I know. It's crazy. Oh, and my back hurts, too, by the way, Christine. <laughs> now, I, I suggested, Christine, that because he's, he's walking differently because of the foot thing, that that might be causing his back to hurt. Does that seem logical? <laughs> that does seem logical. Uh, all right. He keeps God. falling Listen, and using tools that he shouldn't. I know. I know. The screwdriver. Do you have I, Do you have I, a tennis balls to put on his walker over there at Trinity? <laughs> I was oh. I was going to reach out to you about the foot, but I, I can tell that it's okay. And I and you know what I did though, Christine immediately was because uh, my friend's uh, daughter's a nurse. She wasn't there, but they were like, "Okay, here's what you need to do: tracheotomy." No, not tracheotomy. <laughs> Ice. Twenty minutes on, twenty minutes off, and just keep alternating that for like hours. So that's what I did. Oh my goodness! And it's it's much better. However, there's a giant pool of blood at the base of my foot where all the blood drained oh. down. No, I mean inside. It's like a bruise in your sock. Oh yeah, not God. in my sock. It's like a bruise now. So everything's forming, dude. But I need okay. to. Well, I need I'm to come glad see you're you. feeling better. Yes. You send send her the picture. Send oh my God. Send Christine God, the picture. Official start of summer. Yeah, I yeah. I know it's I'm just so beginning. Scared. All right, I'll, I will see you soon, Christine. Okay, feel better. All right, thanks. We'll see Preston, you later. Preston texted a picture out to all of us that, uh, mm-hmm. and it, it, uh. there was no 
area at which your ankle was discernible. It was your leg down to your toes. It yeah. looked like sure. a cartoon. Yeah, yeah, it looked like a, a yeah. poorly drawn yeah. leg and foot. Yeah, by the time we got home, the swelling was massive. And yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Let me tell you something about that icing thing. Staying. Yeah. So I've, I, I've had um, dental surgery over the past you know, couple of, of um, months um, correcting issues. I, if you stick fastidiously to that 10 minutes on, 10 minutes off, 10 minutes on for that first couple of hours. That worked for you? You avoid so much okay. pain. Okay. I mean, it's... That's why I just, I listen to it. I have that ba- changing bags of ice. That initial period, icing it immediately makes a huge difference. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. So I, uh, I, I, <laughs> that was my Saturday. Aww. And so immediately I had to, I had to reach me. out. Well, I was thinking about, I'm like, can I play, can I play golf on Sunday? Can I, can I do this? Can I go ahead and do it? And, and you're like, your dance recital. Uh, and I was like, you moron. What do you, why are you even, yeah, yeah, why yeah. are you <laughs> even debating that with yourself? That I, even if it felt okay, yeah. I could see me w- walk, just walking, hurting myself. So that's why I stayed home and didn't do anything. The guy Sunday. at the party in the Iron Lung said, I'm really pulling for you. Yeah. <laughs> No, Press, years ago, I played in a a basketball tournament, the Billy Lake uh, Mock Tournament. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was at Bonner High School. And so I played there in the morning, and I had a golf outing to play in the afternoon. And I, like an idiot, listen, I'm five foot seven yeah. on a good day. I have no business being down by the backboard trying to get rebounds off of tall people. Yeah. But I did, and I ended up coming down on somebody's foot. Rolled my ankle, and then I went and played 18 holes of golf after that. And, like, it messed me up for, for days and days and days after mm. that. When you roll, so uh, I do a lot of hiking, and when, um, you know, I'd, I'd see it a lot. People would go on, especially on the Wissahickon path. Mm-hmm. There's one path you can take that's sort of a little bit more level, and there's one that's a little bit more arduous. And I saw Preston, um, it was last year, it was um, a guy who had clearly rolled his ankle well into the hike, with the family sort of carrying him around. Now, he wasn't going to get any rest for a while because it was all the regular terrain back oh. to the car. So I, I, my, my heart went out to this guy. Yeah. But I've rolled- I, I'm lucky because yeah. I, I, you, know, you can easily you can tear some stuff oh, yeah. when oh, yeah. you do yeah. that. And, and a sprain is, is lightly tearing some things from what I understand. But, but rolling your ankle is it's so insanely painful. And, yes. and I, you know, we're talking about it. I said you can really sum it up with one word. And, and that word is... <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna throw up. Yeah. Not, not even, not yeah. even a full scream because it hurts too much to uh-huh. do that. I, I told there was another time that I rolled my ankle, and this was just <laughs> classic. And I've told you guys this story before. I was at a, at a bar working, uh, you know, doing <laughs> yeah. an appearance, and I'm up in the DJ booth, which had about four steps down from there. I saw this gal comes walking up, somebody I went to high school with, hadn't seen her in years. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> And I take a step forward, and the first step I hit, roll, boom, down the stairs, flat out on the ground. And then I'm laying there, similar to what with Rochelle, in pain, can't talk, in my own world. And, like, after a while, I just look up, and she's gone. Yeah. She just left. I don't remember who it was. And that was great. She was gone. She probably had... That's the way to do it. Yeah. Abandon them because you don't want anyone to see you or talk to you. Yeah. You want it, you just want to 
you want to, that moment to pass as quickly as possible. Yes, you yes. never want people to talk of it again. Uh-huh. It's so embarrassing. Yeah, when you're doing it not at a sporting event or something like that <sighs> where injuries you know, kind of well, happen, it's just so embarrassing. But like that story and the story of when you walked up behind that guy and you picked him up and you were like, I, yeah! I thought it was you, a friend of mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was you bad. picked well, the guy up off his feet. But I, I was doing a little... I like you. I was doing a little inventory. Oh, he wanted to kill me too. Uh, well, he thought he was being uh, raped. Yeah. Uh, but I was doing a little inventory in my mind yesterday of how many times I've done that in my life. I, and our, so so you have uh, yesterday or, or uh, Saturday, you had the time at the DJ booth. <laughs> I had uh, one time in, in gym in in, uh, in middle school. Yeah. And I think maybe only one other time. Like, I know or, one. Well, well, well yeah. I, I, that was a slip. That was a slip. That was yeah, a Barney yeah. Castle. Blarney Castle. I fell down the stairs. Preston. But but rolling my ankle. I think I've done it four times in my life. That's enough. Maybe five. And that's, you know, that's pain that lives with you. You came to the point of passing out from the pain, right? Yes. So the least time. So the Blarney Castle one, we'd gone to Blarney. Oh. We were doing a live uh, broadcast from um, a pub. Guinness used to give away pubs. And so we're doing that. He said, we've got to go kiss the Blarney Stone. We go to Blarney Castle. It's a great old castle. Me a moss covered. It's a moist day. Yeah. Uh, and so we're, I'm with uh, Marilyn Russell and I think my, my wife and, and uh, another friend were there. And we're walking around one part. Preston had gone into the, um, was the into dungeon. The, into the Actually, ju- dungeon. Yeah. And we're outside and we hear, <laughs> and, and what had happened is I had slipped on the stairs, and they were they were yeah. stone. All yeah, right, yeah. so and I fell, and and I caught the small of my back. Yeah. on those sharp stairs, uh. and boom! It was just, and it was, it was fainting pain. Like yeah, I was about to. I, I started, you know, like just got tunnel vision and the whole thing, and I almost passed out. We are saying that must be the ghost of Blarney Castle. <laughs> Oh, my God. That unearthly scream. Somebody texted and said, I'd probably roll my ankle four times a month. Oh that's insane. Oh, my God. I think they're exaggerating a bit, but doing having it happen often, that's having horrible, man. Rolling over snapping, oh. breaking your ankle. Yes. that's So I have not had that happen, but anyone I... Let's, let's face it. There's nothing you can do. No. And at some point, you're going to have to go through a lot of pain as you get back up and start moving. Yeah. Uh, hang on. I'm going to go to Joy real quick. Hi, Joy. Good morning. Hello, I of you terribly as you were describing the pain. Okay. Walking into work, stepped in a pothole, rolled the ankle, oh. continued to walk to work. Oh. Two days later, broke my fibula. <gasps> Whoa. Was, it, uh, was that brought on by the, the rolling of the ankle first off? Yes, it was. And oh. it swelled up like a balloon. Yep. I just got out of the boot May the 9th. Told wow. the doctor, I'm like, listen, I need to be in something else because I'm going to Iceland next month. Oh, wow. Oh, man. So they put you oh, in snowshoes. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Snowshoes. <laughs> wow. Bubble wrap. So, so when you when you broke it, was that a, was that a separate fall or it, no? It... it was I rolled it because I roll my ankles all of the time, and I just <sighs> thought it was ligament damage. Yeah. Walked into work, wasn't taken off the shoe. Next day, I'm here like when it swelled up like a balloon and mm. it was ten shades of purple. That sucks. 
All right. It's why it's it's wild how your joints you, and any injury like that will swell up. I mean, yeah. I mean, your ankle, that picture, that was huge. It looks inhuman. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm surprised you're walking on it today. It's actually yeah, it after yesterday, late in the day, I started uh, feeling okay, I can take normal steps. I'm I'm babying it definitely and I bought like a, you know, That's right in a bib. I wrap it and, I, and uh, I put it in a compression sock, and and so I'm just giving it some support, and trying to stay off. You iced it immediately. Off. That's yes. what made the difference. Yep. As my uh, my again, we're all pre-law here, but I know what I know about medicine, and icing it makes a difference. Yep. Uh, let me go to Eric real quick. Eric, you're on. Good morning. Good morning, friend. Hey, what's up, buddy? Oh man, this is really triggering some PTSD <laughs> here. Listening to you guys this morning. What occurred? I- I broke my ankle uh, when I was seven on the monkey, falling off the monkey bars. Oh. And now, ever since then, once every, like, year and a half, I will roll it again. And it's in increasingly embarrassing ways. It's like I'll be leaning down to pet a dog. It will bend in the wrong way. I'll fall over in front of <laughs> You poor thing. The worst, the, worst, the worst one. You, you guys know MacGruber. Yeah. Yes. Love MacGruber. Uh, he distracts the bad guys one time by sticking celery up his ass and doing a little walk shuffle. Yes, uh, yes. I, uh, we were in a hotel room in Atlantic City having a couple of drinks and talking about that scene. And fully clothed, no celery, got up to imitate the little shuffle walk that he does <laughs> with his hands over his junk. Yeah. And somehow rolled the ankle, <laughs> fell over, screaming on the hotel room floor. I don't, I don't remember that part. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that never God. happened in the movie. My God. Dude. Poor son of a bitch. Re- imitating MacGruber's celery walk. Wow. Oh, man. I'm due, by the way. I'm Are you? It's time. It hasn't happened like a specter creeping around the corner. Yeah. I know it's coming. Oh, man. Jeez. All right. Hang in there. Appreciate it, Dude. man. Right. Right. Take it easy, bud. But it was, uh, I'm, I'm glad no one, there, there was not a, uh, oh. a gallery of spectators because yep. that just makes it that much worse. I, it's, so. There's something, and I know people want to reach out and help, but there's, you're, you're in the throes of it. It's just so painful, and you yeah. just want to die. And you want to die almost as much from the embarrassment as the actual pain. Yeah. All right. Well, anyhow, I wanted to apologize. I wanted to share that. I wanted what about to... the flowers? Do you, do, do we were people. We were asking in the in the text. Oh yes, yeah. the flowers were okay. Okay, I right, mainly right. hit mulch. Okay, okay. Uh, and and no bushes or anything like we that. We just bought we're, those. We're injured in the fall. No, I wanted to. We have a couple of minutes. We have a good uh, ten minutes or so that yeah. we can chat for a little bit. I wanted to congratulate Nick's son Ben. He got his driver's yeah. license. Yeah. That's crazy. He is now a licensed driver. Wow. Which is a bit terrifying. <laughs> it's, I, I know you guys have been through it, uh, Preston and Casey, and with your with your kids. And um, and Caroline just got her permit, right? Last, yeah, so yeah. I'm actively taking Caroline out every day and we're driving, so yeah. I'm teaching right now. Does um, going through it, Nick, make you appreciate what your parents did when they... Yeah, that's a good question, yes. Um, you? And, and uh, also, it really made me appreciate Ben's diligence. He worked really hard. Yeah. He studied really hard. He passed on his first exam uh i did not i failed my first exam when i when i was 16 um no and so yeah i i did not have to do parallel parking it changes like the, the tests change over the years but um when i did my test uh, back in whatever year that was 91 or 92 i guess um i had to do a three-point turn and in one of the backing uh in portions of the three-point turn i hit the curb uh-huh. immediate fail well, yeah um but this was kind of an interesting wrinkle to the whole thing so he passed on his first time he, he had had his permit for uh six months or so uh we get to the driver's license center and the, it's the one in Norristown. It's right off of 202. Yes. 
And um, so we're pulling in, and this was on Thursday. It was kind of a hot day. So we, we are parked in the spot waiting for the driver instructor to come out. And he then I get out of the car, and, and he takes Ben around. They do the little parallel parking thing. Then they go out on the street for 15 minutes. Guy checks him, and then they come back in. That's what the pre- procedure is supposed to be. They do some drift racing. A little bit of yeah. drifting, uh, you know, just to make sure he's got yeah, he's, he's up got to chops, yeah. No, no, so... Um, we're um, we're waiting for the other guy in front of us to finish. It, it takes a little bit longer than we expect. So we're just sitting there having to wait for a while. And um, finally, the guy comes over. Could not have been a nicer guy. And I know sometimes working in the DMV, I mean, we were talking about Casey's experience with a parking ticket. You know, if you work in the parking court or the PPA, it, it can be a, a, a difficult job. This guy could not have been nicer. Uh, he was super friendly, really apologetic for being late. And so uh, he's asking Ben, while I'm still in the uh, passenger seat, Ben's in the driver's seat, to do the thing where you check the turn signal, check the windshield yeah. wipers, turn the lights on and off, and, uh, you know, that he has a feel for what the car is like. And he does all of that just fine. And I say, okay, sh- should I get out now? And he's like, yeah, Dad, you can go wait inside. So I'm getting out of the passenger side. Ben's in the driver's side, and the instructor is about to walk over to, to my side of the car. As he's walking over and as I'm getting out, uh, we hear this screech, slam on the brakes, and then an accident happens. And uh, on about the grounds 100, the- 100 yards behind me to the right, somebody was pulling into a gas station, making a left into a gas station, and somebody else was going uh, in, in the opposite direction on the road, oh. slammed on the brakes, and slammed right into the other car. And it was Whoa. a loud accident, wow. right? All of the airbags go off. Oh, my God. Yeah, and so poor Ben is like... I gotta take a driver's test. I'm traumatized. And and, yeah, and you you hear and see a bad car accident. So we're like, what do we do? So I went into the DMV. We called the cops. The cops show up and and an ambulance shows up. The two cars are drivable. Oh no, the fire department. (laughs) So they they get into the parking lot of the gas station. Everybody gets out and and are are looking okay. It didn't look like it was too serious of an injury or whatever, or injuries. And uh, and then so we decided it would be all right. Well, son, ready to drive? Yeah. I mean, like, uh, honestly, Ben sees this, I see this, the instructor sees this, and it's like, what the hell do we do at this point? Like, we're witnesses to an accident that looks like it's a pretty bad and serious accident. And it ended up, everybody was okay. The cops came, the ambulance came, they took a couple of people away from the accident. Wow. And then Ben went out, did the, you know, the parallel parking, aced that, and aced the rest of the drive as well. But, um, yeah, that was an interesting start to a driver's test. Good for him for, for, uh, now, we've, you've seen the reports and you've, talked about him Preston, a couple of times in the Josean Institute that they it's less a thing of desirability now apparently amongst a lot of teens I've heard that but not for my kid yeah he, he could not wait to get it and so uh and, I, and you have to wait in a certain number of months um while having your permit before you can get your license and right. he has that junior license that's the vertical one instead right, of the yeah. horizontal one um and so there are restrictions applied to that too I think you have to wait like uh, a couple of years before you can drive after 11 p.m. Yeah, or with or other people in the yeah, car, with yeah. other teenagers in the car. Exactly, There's a couple yeah. of rules, yeah. But, Steve, he saw freedom. Yes. He, he wow. looked at his driver's license. He's like, that means I can get out and wow. I can do things. I can and buy I'm, chili dogs. I can buy <laughs> chili dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, he can go do errands for us when we don't want to do That's it. That's exactly it. I can That's... now be slave labor to my parents. <laughs> I asked Nick that. I'm like, have you sent him out to run any errands yet? <laughs> yeah, not yet. That's pretty awesome. But that's right around the corner. But I, oh, I was... but you, but you, but you savor that when you. Oh my God! Oh, yeah. My, my, any excuse? I remember oh. when I got mine. My mother wanted me to go to the soup. Oh, absolutely. Oh, oh I was like, yeah. You guys need anything? You need yeah. A, you got a uh, yeah. good on milk? Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll go back and I'll get that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the instructor was really a super nice guy. He was a former cop, and so they're driving around Norristown, and Ben told me this 
afterwards. He's like, there's a lot of idiots. Yeah, we're going to respond to this. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, he was doing his duty. He was doing uh, yeah. his d- due diligence. But as he's driving around the area in Norristown, he's like, listen, kid, there's a lot of idiots out on the road around here. So go carefully. And then, you know, somebody wow. sort of cut them off as they were getting in traffic. And he's like, look, see, idiot. And, uh, wow, and so okay. the, the guy had a good sense of humor about all of it. No, that's cool. have a, will he have a car or no? Uh, yeah, so his mom and I are, are working through that process now. He will. Um, but I only have had one car for the last three years, so I'm going to buy a second car, and Ben will have access to that. Okay. Did you uh, did you guys opt for uh, an instructor to show him how to drive? Uh, like prior to yeah. this? No. Driving instructor? No, no. And, and I took highway safety when I was in high school, and I think you actually got like points... Uh, or you got a reduced um, insurance insurance rate if you got that if you got like a B or better in that class, but I, he, he did not. I okay. think that's another thing my school didn't have, which was that that um, and I know so many people who took driving instruction in high school in preparation for it and got that deal. And I'm yeah, like, my school sucked. We had to take it with a guy named Highway Hoke, and um, it was H O C H was how you spelled his last name, and Highway Hoke was not allowed to be in the car. <laughs> With only one. Highway Oak? Yeah, I, it was really? his real first name. Um, but he, uh, yeah, there was a restriction at one point. Are you kidding? Where, yeah, uh, I hope he's not uh, alive and listening. But, um, yeah, there was, uh, there had to be at least one boy in the car with Highway Hoke. The Harvey Weinstein okay. of driving and shit? Yeah, yeah, right? I mean, this is hey, 91, 92. So, did you do the majority of the teaching? Yeah. How to drive? Okay. I, I've, uh, I'm on my third kid to teach how to drive, and I actually kind of enjoy it. I do, too, except yeah. for the time where Ben nearly ran a red light. Ooh. And, um, and that, he just wasn't paying attention for a second. Right, and yeah. he's like a brilliant kid who gets great grades, and he's also a complete moron. He's a 16-year-old <laughs> boy. And, you know, they just... They space, and so he followed a guy who was making a right. It was a uh, there was not a no turn on red sign. That guy paused and then kept right on going. And then we pull up behind that guy, and and it's one of those moments where you're like, all right, what do I when do I say something? When do I? I was like, okay, stop. And you have to like yes. you don't want to startle the crap out of your kid, but you also don't want to get into an accident. Adults, yeah, you need you need to stress urgency when yeah, it's important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adults blank. I I yesterday oh, yeah, sure. was sitting at a stop sign waiting for it to turn. <laughs> yeah. There have been a couple of times when teaching Caroline, I've had to reach over and grab the wheel. Right. And, you got to yeah. tr- yeah. tighter turn. We're going to get in the middle of the road. You know, I try not to do that, but sometimes you do have to. And you call that a J turn. You got to <laughs> use your dad voice and you got to like speak up a little bit. And it can be jarring, uh, especially when you're six inches away in the car. But yeah, it's, uh, you know, you don't want to get in an accident. She's going to relive the sock folding incident. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I forgot about that. Yeah. I, oh, no, I'm great. like uh, concerned about other drivers on the road that, you know, because my daughter's a cautious driver. She yeah. follows the rules. Like, if the speed limit is 25, she does 25. And, right. you know, and people are just very impatient. Yeah. I witnessed a guy yesterday on from on 252, basically from uh, beyond Paoli, beyond, like, basically Chesterbrook. Yeah. From Chesterbrook all the way to Westchester Pike. This dude was driving on the shoulder. He was going around people. It was ridiculous. By the way, he drives a white Infinity, like, it's like M80 or whatever. Uh, he had three magnets on his car. One was for the Hill School. Another one was for Episcopal Academy. So if you know this a-hole, let him know that I say you're an a-hole. Casey because said it was, it was blatantly being dangerous. It was dangerous. And what, you know what sucked about it for him? As I was following all the rules, and I ended up at Westchester Pike uh, at the same time. Of course, yeah. yeah. At the same time as the this a-hole. So uh, just let him know that I think he's an a-hole. But anyway, there's people like that out there that make it, like, 
really scary for the younger drivers. So I'm thinking about getting the uh, student driver be patient. I was thinking about getting that magnet. Too. Does it? We have one. I, okay. I think I'm a little desensitized to it myself because there are a lot of them. Uh, yeah. I, you know what? Though, listen, not that I would drive like the person that Casey hates, but like I'm one to be like, what is this person doing in front of me? Like, why are you driving so slow? If I saw that sticker, I'd be like, okay, all right. Yeah. And like, even sometimes I'm gonna get it. I'll feel bad. I'll, I'll drive around them and I'll see it's like a little old woman or they need when, a no, I feel, and then I feel bad, and I'm like, "You're on a race to the grave." <laughs> they need a. No, uh, I feel bad though, Case. Like, like you said, I probably would have gotten to the lighter where I was going the same time. I yeah. didn't need to like go around her, so I. I would. I think you should I, get her the sticker. I, when I see like an actual driving school vehicle out there, and I see that you know, the, yeah. you don't want to make them nervous. I think I'd probably react, but I, people become mute after a while. It's like the baby on board stuff. Remember that for a while? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like you I still I'm, see them. Yeah, yeah. Baby on board, but do, they should make magnets for old people. Like, be please be patient, she's, elderly person. Yeah. I'm yeah. old. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Amazon drivers now, because of Parker, I know that yeah. they're not going a mile over the speed limit. So yep. mm-hmm. the uh, the most challenging part for um, Ben and. Casey, I don't know if it happened with any of your kids, but it's it's highway driving. She's sure. afraid to go over like 60, 65 miles an hour. How's his Dukes of Hazard jump? Uh, pretty good. Yeah. 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 Listen, both of, both of my sons <laughs> probably drove about a year before they ever uh, decided to tackle the highway. You can wait. Yeah. You don't have yeah. to get on there right away. It's, it's like the scene in Clueless. I mean, yeah. Like the merging is hard and like there's <laughs> trucks going all around you and stuff, but you know. <laughs> We'll get there eventually. Yeah. Listen, it's a it's a huge chapter in his life, yeah. man, and yours. I can't believe he's sixteen. That's crazy. I know. And driving, and driving. Man. I probably have a picture over here that he drew me a couple of years ago that I've kept. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Ben. Thank That's you. huge. Excellent. All right, listen. I want to take a break and come back in a moment because we want to stay on time. We have Joey McIntyre. Yeah. Yes, Woo. new kids on the block. Joey McIntyre is going to be on when we return. Stay with us. Our tail is so wagging right now. Take us along with the MMR app. It's Apple CarPlay and Android compatible, which means we get to sit in the dashboard screen. We'll even send you notifications if you want. Download it and try it now. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double-hung, sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Waiting for our guests to get on. There's a couple new Daily Rush videos. I watched uh, over the weekend the Seagull screech off at uh, Keenan's. It was Mm -hmm. so much fun to watch. And I showed it. 
to my friend Lori, who I told you guys you can do a spot on Seagull. Yes. And uh, kind of help inspire me to go, yeah, I think we could do this contest because uh, I heard her do it firsthand. Man, I don't know her and Joan. It'd be pretty tough. Joan oh, was really? our winner. She was a bad She's ass. Like the, She's but, like the Jordan of a seagull impersonators. <laughs> but I told Lori, I'm like, if you're available next year, I'll get you in that contest because yeah. I think we'll do it again. Um, so if you haven't seen it yet, you can you can see the video. Skill and determination collide when listeners compete to find the answer to what could be the world's most eternal question. Do you sound like a seagull? <laughs> and then the newest video that's up and running is uh, the Wheel of Shots. <laughs> <laughs> and the description says, is it whiskey or is it blended sardines? Is it tequila or cat food juice? You never know until you try your hand at the wheel shots. Um, and that, I, I've not watched that. i, I got to see that one now. But you can watch full series of Kenyon's videos at WMMR.com slash Daily Rush. And it's sponsored by Xfinity's Gig Speed Internet. Learn more at Xfinity.com. Our guest is ready to go. Uh, he has got a solo tour uh, that's going on. It's called Solo Joe. And he'll be in Philadelphia on August 1st, and he'll be at uh, City Winery. Very nice. Uh, performing. So, please, we have music to bring him on case. I don't yep. have anything. Up oh, right here. Where is it? Okay. Up right here. That's what I wanted to hear. All right. Uh, so, let's get him on. Please welcome uh, Joe McIntyre yeah. to the program. Joe, good morning. Hey, welcome. Thanks uh, Thanks for checking in, man. The tour is, are, are we early on in the tour, or are you already doing this right now? I'll be good and warmed up, man. I got to be very warmed up for Philly. Uh, I, yeah. I, I always put it at the end of the tour because you can't you can't be tentative at all. In, yes, in the great city of Philadelphia. Well, they'll uh, they'll welcome you with open arms. I'm certain. But by the way, the show's sold out. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Uh, so hopefully, you never know. Maybe like some extra oh, tickets. So I'm all set, guys. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> 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 I'm doing this video, uh, this, this interview, but uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I'm so psyched. I love, I love Philly. I've been lucky enough to play it, you know, with my band so many times. So uh, yeah. looking forward to to being there. That's awesome, man. Listen, I was uh, just taking a look at your Instagram account, and I had completely forgotten. Uh, that new kids on the block at one point in time had had a cartoon. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm so much we didn't have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know there was. Yeah, I mean, obviously there were little action figures. There was all kinds of stuff. But that cartoon did that run? Did you voice your own character on that, or did they have other people doing it? No, no, I no, I did not, okay. Your Honor. No, <laughs> not. he's hey, pleading his case. Yeah. The Beatles. The Beatles had a cartoon. They didn't voice those either. So you know. Yeah, it it was um it's become its own classic. I mean, we've we with our fans and our amazing blockheads, we've we've unearthed all the stuff and um but yeah, we had I think it was one season. It was one season okay. and uh it's uh yeah, it's another thing to to have a chuckle at. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's funny though as you go through these. You know, and you were you were at the uh, the new kids were at the at the beginning. I think uh, was it uh, maybe a new edition. You know, as as far as in in that in that arc leading up to you know what became in sync and and uh, the uh, Backstreet Boys and all that stuff. But I mean, so you you were at the at the beginning, and it seems like what's really cool is that all the members you obviously included have gone on to separate things, but have embraced and continue to embrace what that meant to your fans and, uh, as you can call them, blockheads. But uh, that's cool. Did you go through a point where it was something that was sort of a touchy subject for you? 
I mean, sure. I mean, at, when when you know your biggest group in the world, and it was madness, and you know you come down off of that, and that ran its course the first time around. So you kind of you just kind of coming up for air, first of all, and then mm. and then you definitely want to sort of solidify yourself as as your own artist and. And that's a that's a you know that's a big part of life, no matter what you do. I think, and you know, I I think we've all been able to do that over the years, and you know, took a lot of time off, and then we suddenly kind of came together, and it's been 15 years since we got back together now. So we've been wow. able to, you know, a lot of bands just don't um, benefit from getting back together. Life happens, and yeah. you know, it, it 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 runs its course, but you know. We've been able to kind of give each other space and roll with the punches and enjoy this amazing ride, and it's it's an ongoing gift. And we, as you say, you know, we try to we we, we don't take ourselves too seriously, but we take entertaining and, and you know keeping it fresh for the fans. We seem to take that very seriously. You know, I'm curious because you look at the time frame, and uh, are you you're turning fifty this year? Am I correct with that? I just did. I, I, I turned the big five zero. Uh, Congratulations, uh, December thirty first. Thank you. Yes. So I think I was thinking as far as these things go. Would you preceded social media, pretty much with the uh, with the band, and then yeah. uh, now you see what it's doing and what it, the power that it has. How would uh, you guys have fared if social media had been up and running and robust at the time you broke? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I. I First of all, I'm 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 one to say that I'm glad we didn't come up in that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and maybe I just sound like a guy who just turned fifty. You know, childhood. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yes. Yeah. But to me, you know, you know, I I I like going to the record store. You know what I mean? I like. I get you didn't have the freedom of you know a zillion songs, but just like. You know, I, I guess things were curated, you know, and there was one pop station. There was you only heard a certain amount of records, you know, things felt a little bit more special. Of course, my three kids would would think otherwise. And they don't <laughs> want to hear that. But but um, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, on, on the when things got funky, it's like you could say, well, if something bad happened or you, you, you made a mistake, you know, back then it would be, you know, in the Inquirer for, you know, months at a time. Right. You know? Now, more people might hear about it, but it's it's gone in five minutes. Something else is going to come along. You True. know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's a little bit, you know, I, I think it's there's a, there's a, a pros and cons to that. Yeah. Well, you, you know, the, if you talk about your career and the career you've had outside of just uh, um, the band, I mean, obviously you've done a lot of stage work, and I had not realized this doing some research uh, the, uh, Gary Marshall had had for a while. I don't know if they still perform. I'm sure they do somewhere. But the Happy Days, which is a, a, a stage show, yeah. and how did that come about for you? Oh man, that was a dream. I mean, Gary Marshall, you know, mm. God bless his soul. He's he's he was a legend, and um, you know, for those of you who don't know, like Gary Marshall started Happy Days. He he started The Odd Couple. You know, he directed Pretty Woman, so to work yeah. with him um, was uh, was amazing. And um, I actually just thought, not that I'm buddies with Tom Hanks, but I bumped <laughs> into him recently, and I told him, my Gary Marshall is better. 
Gary Marshall. We're going to have Joey McIntyre play the fourth. He doesn't know what he's doing very much, but when he does it, it's good that they love him. <laughs> That's a good people, Gary Marshall. People, people think, you know, Tom Hanks thinks he does a good Gary Marshall. <laughs> and you, play, you played Fonzie? I played Fonzie, yeah. It was it was a dream, and I worked with... Um, um, Oh my God! I'm, it's it's early in the morning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he just won an Emmy. I, I, oh, Henry Winkler. Uh, thank you. Yes. So, oh, so Henry Winkler consulted you on the Fonz. I uh, yes, and it was a it was a dream job, and it was a great musical, and and we had a lot of fun, and I got to work with a legend, so it was great. So, yeah. so when you're doing solo stuff for the shows, obviously no problem selling out because you've sold out. Uh, here, um, what? How do you uh, make sure that it it gives the fans what they're sort of looking for, with also paying well, tribute to what you do? Right, it's it's much different than you know playing what's it Wells Fargo Arena, right? Is right, yeah, Fargo yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And you know, it's it, we're lucky enough to do those those big shows, but this is very intimate, and and I feel very comfortable, and it's just uh, I I've. You know, been lucky enough to do theater and make my own music and have the new kids' music. And I love, you know, uh, uh, what I call the new standards. And, and to me, that's, you know, you 2 and Elton John and George Michael. And so there's a little bit of everything. And I think you get to love that kind of setting, you know, to be in a room very intimate. It, it, there's nowhere to hide. And and I, I guess I kind of get off on that and that connection and, and kind of you never know what's going to happen. So that that's something that I'm excited about and and um and just grateful to have the opportunity to to mix it up. Let me ask uh, just one last question about the you know these documentaries now but these you know the the BGs had this incredible documentary on HBO. You guys were a seminal band, you know, at at the point that you came on and ushered in the boy band thing. Has there uh, ever been talk of putting together a real comprehensive documentary? Yes. Um, you know, we've done we've done some behind the scenes stuff, but actually, we just did our first uh, block con in oh, Chicago. We block did our con. Saw that. convention, and it was phenomenal. And we, one of the panels we had, we brought back our director. Our first four videos were were super iconic. I I, I say that you know humbly, but it was just our director Doug Nichols. You know the way he shot those first four videos of our first big hits. It was amazing. And he, and he's a wonderful film director and we really connected and, you know, maybe he's the guy to make that really kind of quality, you know, documentary, but that is something that's on the table and, and, you know, we just want to make sure it's, it's, it's done well. Yeah. Right. Uh, maybe soon. I would love to see that. Yeah, it'd be great. Uh, just yeah. The, the, the nostalgia is the word I'm attempting to say, level alone. Yeah. That would be fantastic. Well, Solo Joe is coming to City Winery uh, August 1st, and it's sold out. I, he didn't even have to be here, nah. did he? No. That's what a guy Joe is. So. Well, he's got the show on Lifetime coming up in That's July. That's true, so. yes. Yeah, real quickly before we, and we know you got to run, but uh, the, the Lifetime uh, miniseries, uh, can you briefly tell us about yeah. that? Yes, well, I don't know. It's called, it's the V.C. Andrews novels. Yeah. I guess they're pretty gnarly. They're from, like, the 70s and 80s, and, like, sort of the women in my demo, like, know them, and it's crazy. V.C. Andrews wrote uh, Flowers in the Attic, correct? Yes. Yes. Yes, so this is, this is another uh, set of books, and it's, um, and I don't play a very nice guy, and, um, 
it, it gets a little steamy, so the blockheads are going <laughs> to get their big glass of wine, <laughs> put the kids to bed, and it's that kind of a thing. So stay looking forward to that. All that right. yeah, yeah, that stuff tends to be a little bit darker. That's cool. Saturday, July 8th is when uh, part one comes out, so we will, we will see you as the bad guy in that. Nice. All right, Joey, thanks for checking in, man. Continued success. We appreciate yeah. you chatting with us today. All right, take care. Joe McIntyre. Yeah. There you go. Do you remember Flowers in the Attic? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were, the, the, the kids were kept up there. They were they were basically being slowly killed. Yep, and uh, they had to have something for their sexual outlet yeah. as they were growing older. It was yeah. really strange. Incestuous. I, I, did, I remember seeing, I never read the book, but I remember when the book was popular and it was like, ooh. And then they made it into a movie, and uh, I, I watched that. That was pretty wild. Yeah, yeah it's pretty, it's pretty messed up story. But uh, <laughs> uh, it's funny because I, I had like a love hate relationship with the new kids on the block at the time. There, there were. Uh, I, I've always thought the boy band thing is a bit much with all the, you know, the the, the choreography and all that stuff. But they actually had a few songs that were pretty solid, man. I've, they come, all I've do. come around yeah. a little yeah. bit on, yeah. you know, on on the the appreciation on stuff. It was never really my scene, but the, the um, you look back now and you're like, well, it was it was, yeah. it was a huge thing. The uh, the Goldbergs had a terrific episode where they were going to make fun of Erica. You know, the, the the boys really wanted to get something over on her because she got them, mm-hmm. and so they go they start making fun of the, the music and they, they start to listen to it and before you know it they're doing the choreography yeah. Yeah. oh we used to do that dancing where you kick the legs yeah, out yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my, yeah, yeah. I, I would show you but I would roll my ankle and fall. <laughs> I mean listen oh, the music the songs are, are written and composed by you know professional musicians oh, yeah, yeah 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 so yeah. so yes the, the, the songs were good and Nick you and I are the same age like you couldn't hate NKOTB because the girls liked them. And so, oh, you know yeah. what I mean? So, you, weren't, you weren't dummies. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. yeah, although I don't think I'd ever go to Block Con. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> although it does, I got to admit, it looks kind of cool. <laughs> like, if you're into that type of thing. You know. Oh, you yeah. can th- and think of the milfy moms that are oh going to be God. at that oh thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's like if you go back a few years, though, the Brady Bunch movie when uh, Davy Jones comes out. It's hilarious. And all the hot moms run to yeah. the front of the stage. The, 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 what is it? The Spanish teacher comes running to the front. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> is there is there a uh, boy band right now that's popular? BTS. BTS. Is, I guess so, yeah. Uh, you know, I, got, I got my, my Jungkook. I'm a fan. Well, yeah. a, a few years back was uh, Harry Styles' band. One Direction. One Direction. Right. They, were, they were huge. And now Harry Styles is great. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, uh, but I don't know who the current, you know, uh, quintuplet is. It's usually four or five guys at least. They, yeah. they sheared off a lot of the K-pop bands. There were there was some. There was one band, I guess you call a group, you call it, whatever you call them. But Preston, there appeared to be like thirty women in this okay. in this um, uh, K-pop band, and they seemed incredibly interchangeable. There's just as disposable as you might have thought the boy bands were of our era, mm. they seem to be grinding them out every week. But I wonder why, like, um, so One Direction, Harry Styles has had the the, right. the crazy solo career, and why it was Justin Timberlake who had the crazy solo career. Like, you know, you know what? Looks, I guess he got the right the, the looks, looks but like the, right the right stuff, baby. Yeah, <laughs> but also good. like, so you had like um, New Edition, right? And that yeah. turned into Belle Biv DeVoe, and uh, um, and then Parliament. Not Parliament. That was something completely. <laughs> so Belle Biv DeVoe was one thing, and then you had Johnny Gill had his own thing, and then Bobby Brown had his own thing. You know, so Ralph Tresvant. Yeah, Ralph didn't really do. He much. didn't really. No, no. Mm-hmm. Ralph Cramden. <laughs> <laughs> to the moon, Alice. <laughs> Honeymooners on the block. 
My friend but, Katie texted me, said that Five Seconds of Summer is one of the big ones right now, too. I, I don't know them except oh, for the that, name. But that, they've been out for a while now, Five Seconds of Summer. Do you remember at, at uh, Beth Gardner's, uh, Beth used to do video for us here, and yeah. her wedding, like, the big thing was Backstreet Boys. Backstreet and NSYNC. Like, that, that was the big, was it NSYNC? Yeah, I think she, no, I thought she was more of an NSYNCer. She I thought it was been Backstreet. Backstreet. Well, they were, they were the, right. they were the two, quote unquote, you know, they were the Stones and the and the Beatles. They were, so you had Backstreet and you had NSYNC. And, and then you had 98 Degrees. We're like, hey guys, what about yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. And then way off to the side, <laughs> LFO, right? Wasn't that? Uh, LFO. Yeah. All, for one, all for One was one of them. Too. O-Town never really took. They yeah. tried. They had an entire show behind it. The dude yeah, wasn't, didn't the show create the band? The show created them basically. And then the guy, I forget the guy's name, or should documentary on him. He was basically oh. a, a, a pedophile, you know? And so really? he was, that was just, that's mm. what they were all saying. Wow. So he, uh, he went, I, he went to jail. Nick, if you could check up Lou on Lou Perlman or Lou something? Lou Perlman. I yeah. think, he, I think yeah. he's dead now. I yeah. think you're right. I think he died in prison, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Wow. Uh, and I remember hearing a rumor a year or two ago that um, everybody in sync, everybody in in sync was willing to do a reunion. Uh, all they needed was Justin Timberlake, which is obviously the key big piece that had yeah. not, not yet signed up. Nick, give it, give it five years. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. Justin Timberlake used to be Mega, yeah, but you know what? He just—he seems like he would be into it anyway. Like I'm surprised, even yeah, at right? his height, yeah. that he wouldn't I'm, jump on that. I'm surprised. Yeah, let's do it. You uh, know yeah. that type of thing. I was um, playing some music for my daughter and her friend, and we did we did do uh, a couple of the boy bands. I did uh, Bobby Brown as well. But then I played for them some Millie Vanilli, and I just let her listen to the songs first. I'm like, "What do you think?" You know, and she liked it. I cannot believe. That they actually thought they were going to get away with that, like all that whole team, not just Millie and Vanilli, but like <laughs> everybody. Robin Fab. Yeah, like they, did they really think that they were going to be able to get away with that? So did they had an injury. Who's the remaining one? Is it Rob? I don't know. Uh, one Fabrizio of, one of them or right, right, yeah. so. So they was. were they were models, and um, they uh, you know they they captured the look. The look was a little cultivated for them as well, and so they basically it's one of those cases where. Once you're in, you're so in. You're in. You can't get out. And so, and the money and all the stuff they were getting was certainly enticement. Mm -hmm. But that classic footage of the sound skipping Uh at a Milli Vanilli concert is just one of the best. It's right up there with the Ashley Simpson on SNL. A few people are texting in about the Jonas Brothers. Are they a boy band? I guess they are, right? don't, I don't I, know either. I wouldn't consider Hanson a boy, but they're an actual band well, band. How many? Well, so, wait, what? hold on. Why? Because they're not dance. They're not like upfront dancers. Well, they're yeah. they are. Yeah, yeah, musicians, yeah, yeah. yeah, as or, well though. Right, yeah, they're so, more. They're more of a band than a boy band. Yeah, I when, think when, so. and, and somebody had asked me that. It was a while back. Somebody had asked me. Do you? No, it was Christine who called in from a Trinity. Had asked. She had texted me and said, "Do you?" Th- Categorize the Beatles as a boy band. I said no, because usually what I categorize as a boy band is they don't play instruments and there's a lot of dancing choreography. Well, also right. they they were formed right. It's not like you know like the Beatles formed themselves. Where these they, boy bands were like it was like formed in a lab laboratory or something like that. Uh, yeah, they, uh, they used to call the monkeys the prefab four because yeah. they were they were put together. Now I would say this. Would you consider the Monkees a, a, a boy band? No. I mean, I, I still think uh, if you put on a guitar yeah. and and somebody's playing drums and there's in the band, I, I just don't, I never have called that a I agree. Band. I think that's the delineation right there. Whether Everywhere I'm looking is calling the Jonas Brothers and the Beatles boy bands. Yeah, see, I don't, no. I just don't agree with it. So, well. I get it. Not the Beatles. The, the Jonas Brothers, I would maybe. 
Because I was thinking Hanson, too, Steve. I wouldn't call them I wouldn't a call boy, boy band. band. No. Hanson I mean, performed in our studio one time. They yeah. did. And they were really good. And, and then they left, and one of the guys had a heart attack. Yeah, I remember that, too. But apparently they're doing a free show in Camden in uh, June 29th. A free show? Yeah, uh, a concert's located at Jack Curtis Stadium at Cooper River Park, oh. June 29, 8 p.m., uh, free show with, with Hanson. We should recommend that they check out donkeys. Oh, yeah, for cheese Oh, for cheese. I thought, I thought you, you meant, meant just the, the animals in general. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys, guys seen like donkeys? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, somebody in my neighborhood has a donkey. I've seen an alpaca. <laughs> Wait a minute, somebody in your neighborhood has a donkey? Yeah. Like as a pet? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a Wait, service animal. You guys aren't allowed fences in your neighborhood. Yeah, but so it's just across the street from my neighborhood. So, okay. uh, uh, so it's zoning. Not... It's zoned for donkeys. Yeah, <laughs> it's zoned for donkeys. Casey's neighborhood is zoned for donkeys. <laughs> ZFD. But like, what's the point of having a donkey? Like, uh, I understand. The, like the milk. That's well, a good album name. Zoned yeah. for donkeys. What's zoned the, for donkeys. Or what's the point? <laughs> yeah, because I I understand like. A, like having a goats, the, the milk and the fur. Well, because goats will like eat, mow your lawn essentially for right, you. Right, right. You know, they'll graze. They don't eat the entire. And there's lawn. goat milk as yeah. well. So milk. you get a couple of things. goat apparel. Donkeys are donkeys are versatile animals and have many uses, including for children to ride, for driving and showing. <laughs> they, they can drive. Drive. They can drive. <laughs> Light draft work. Okay. And companion animal or simply as So you know, that's where you'll see them occasionally working at architects' yeah. offices. They I do. played donkey basketball one time. Yes, which is a used to what? be the big charity thing where yes. you, they, the players would literally sit on donkeys yes. and play each other. And in hindsight, I realize it was probably animal cruelty <laughs> that I was a part of. That was a long time ago. Yeah. But yeah, you would sit on these donkeys and you try to play basketball, and they and they don't go anywhere. They replaced it with kitten kicking, and they uh, the the trainers would come up behind them and like you know make a noise or something like that, and then they would start kicking and running, and you get knocked off. Yeah. <laughs> there's ah, a, good times. There's uh, a donkey. the animal cruelty days. Yeah, the animal cruelty days. Ah, the good old days. Um, there was a there's a donkey. There's a place called Frog Hollow Donuts, which is outside of uh, I think Sea Isle. And right next to Frog Hollow is Jimmy the donkey. It's just one donkey, just, right? Just there, like is he playing drums on the corner? Or no, what? he's just he just sits there. And like now, you're not allowed to feed him. You know, before you could just show up some carrots and. and feed so wait a carrot. second, Jimmy the donkey is is tied up to something, or no. is he in a pen? No, he's in. It's like free roaming donkey. It's it, he's in a fence. He has a decent uh, okay. amount of like area to he's walk. He's a free range. Donkey. Yeah, he's free range donkey. <laughs> But I kind of feel bad that it's just him. That, like he doesn't. Have he maybe he's not. He, yeah. Maybe he just is a people donkey. By the way, I'm going to start a scoreboard of every time Casey mentions a pastry place down the shore. <laughs> <laughs> you use those as, as like landmarks. Well, well I mean, listen. There's <laughs> nothing wait, wait, else. Bear claws. <laughs> Listen, there's nothing else on this street besides Frog Hollow Go up to the Eclair place, make a left at the donut place. (laughs) Frog Hollow Donuts and the donkey. And and Jimmy the donkey. Jimmy the the donkey. That was a mob guy, I think, Yeah, Jimmy Jimmy the donkey. donkey. Yeah, Yeah. he really had a strong kick, Preston. All right, so guys, in the the studio here on our monitors, you can see we have a picture of Frog Hollow Donuts, I guess, or Google Maps or whatever. It's a street view, yeah. Yeah, so go down uh, a couple of, see if you can... To the fence? Yeah. And see if the donkey's there? Yeah. Is that where he'll be? That's where he would be. He, can we zoom in there? Can we see if we... I don't think it'll go in any can further. Can zoom in? Yeah. Zoom in. Somebody get the forensics Wait. team on this. Well, no, there's a donkey button there. Just hit that. <laughs> it highlights yeah. the donkey. Google donkey. Yeah. Uh, uh, there may be a donkey way hi, back maybe there. Maybe he's hiding. Casey. How do you yeah. know the donkey's name is Jimmy? Uh, it's on I, his license. <laughs> yeah, I checked his license. I was like, you shouldn't be driving. <laughs> because we saw earlier that they the can drive. They can drive. No opposable thumbs. Fair enough. Doesn't matter. 
Well, it's hard to steer. Um, With your you mouth. Know, uh, Chuck was the one who told me his name was Jimmy. Oh, yeah. okay. If you had a donkey, what would you name him? <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> Don. Yeah, right? Yeah. Don the donkey? Donkey. Sure. What are some of the... <laughs> no, you don't What's your cry, favorite don't... donkey name? <laughs> Call in. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, now I can't figure out what to do. Well, yeah, in the movie Hot to Trot, wasn't that a donkey? Yes, yes it was. was However, it? Racing Stripes was a zebra. Yeah. Don, and, and he won because of the size of his teeth, yeah. if you remember. Yes. Okay, here are your donkey names, Preston. Okay, Wookie Donkey. No, Wookie Dookie Donkey. Wookie Dookie Donkey. Noah, Dopey Donkey. Jubilee, Herbert, Jacob. This is like your chicken list, Steve. Yeah, that's right. Muriel. Muriel, we lost her in a fire. Wonky the donkey. <laughs> Striving accident. Spud. That's one of my Spud favorite Spud is a words. great name. I love I, that. Maybe Pud. Pud the donkey. Pud. Oh, my gosh. Romeo, Cora, Honker. Doogie donkey. Oh. Bogart. Dingbat the donkey. Kendoy. What? Don was not a donkey. He was a horse. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Oh, I thought he was a donkey. But Don Francisco. I do need he that. Was just a talking horse. <laughs> he was oh, that's a, right. He did talk. It was John Candy voiced that. That's yeah. correct. You know, uh, I watched uh, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, last weekend, and at the end, I like watching the credits because it's a Marvel movie, and you never know what you're going to see. And uh, the James Gunn thanked uh, Bobcat Goldthwait in the in the credits, speaking of Hot to Trot. And okay. I, was, I was wondering, what the hell is the connection from Bobcat... To James Gunn. I wonder if he did some comedy writing. Or some voice work on it. Or perhaps. voice work, yeah. As uh, one of the other... You know, um, talking about... <laughs> talking about talking donkeys. Uh, <laughs> no, it was a mule. <laughs> there was a whole movie series called... Do you remember Francis the Talking Mule? Sure, yeah. There was a whole series. You guys might you guys may not remember, remember yeah. this. Yeah, Francis the Talking Mule. And they Francis! Very popular films. It was yeah. just like a spinoff of... Uh, before Mr. Ed was Mr. Mr. Ed, Ed yeah. it was Francis the Talking Mule. Yeah, who was the star of that movie? Steve, there's somebody famous, right? Was it was the... uh, Dwight Eisenhower. No, it was not Dwight Eisenhower. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. President. <laughs> no, I thought, I want to say like Donald Connor or something like that. Was it like Brando? That. No, it wasn't Brando. Jesus. The fact that you could talk is quite incredible. I guess I'm way off. You're talking. You're talking about Reagan and 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 bon, and the the chimp, the chimp movies. Bonzo. No, no, no. no Donald no. O'Connor. Yeah, Donald yeah. O'Connor was is it was a great. He's in Singing in the Rain. Yeah, I. That's what I was curious. Uh, but why? You, that's a different thing. Wait, you have it on What's My Line? This well, there not, was an episode of What's My Line that was okay. called Frank Francis the Talking Mule. I want to. I clicked on that one by accident. In Zazu Pit. Now I, I I want to know officially if he was if Donald O'Connor is this from? Uh, yeah. Is this from Francis the Talking Mule? Yep. It is. Okay, so he was. Yeah. Donald Trump. Oh, right. How about yeah. you, Yeah. Yeah. Francis Singing in the Rain. The whole series. So that Francis came before Talking uh, Mr. Ed? Yes. Talking yes. Mr. Ed? Talking Mr. Ed. There was signing Mr. Ed. It wasn't as popular. <laughs> because he, he couldn't do a lot with those hooves. <laughs> I guess he's signing one again? I don't know. How's, how do you feel today, Ed? <laughs> All right, so donkeys and mules. I didn't know the difference, but uh, donkeys have flat backs and mules' uh, backs are slightly curved like horses, well, you, but you less exaggerated. You can't breed a mule. You can't? I think mules I think are sterile. I could. No, no, when no. When I was in college, I Wait, could. mules are sterile. If you, uh, if you breed a horse with a donkey, you get a mule. I think you're right. And but the, you can't breed... Right, so that you can you can't you get one mule. That's it. One generation of mules, and then no more mules, because mules can't have sex. Oh, well, that's it. Yeah. Huh. Why can't they have sex? Well, they can't have sex. They just can't procreate. So there's, I'm sure there's a lot of oral stuff going on. <laughs> <laughs> oral mule. A lot of hoof jobs. Uh, <laughs> why? A mule job. I don't know why they can't. Uh, 
Yeah. Why Mules are big, though. So mules... Because they're a half donkey, half horse. So, okay. And, and horses are bigger than donkeys. <clears throat> All right. Horse has 64 chromosomes. A donkey has 62. When they are mated, the mule receives 63 of them. Okay. Right. Uh, so a tiger is a donkey and a tiger? No, it's right. a liger. Here we go. All right. I got a little bit of info for you. Okay. A female horse and a male donkey have a mule. But hinnies... The rabbi says... And mules... Can't have babies of their own. So I don't know what a hinny is. Is a hinny? It's like a howdy. There you have hinnies and howdies. <laughs> They're sterile because they can't make sperm or eggs. Huh. Wow. So it, they basically, they don't end up with a complete set of chromosomes. So, so that's I wonder, why they can't reproduce. It's mostly oral. Then. I wonder if it's one of the rare hybrid breeds that cannot procreate like that. The only way to get a, uh, is a to, mule is to have a, a horse and a donkey do it. Now, does it matter if the horse is male and the donkey is... Or it can, does. Okay, so yeah. you have to have a female donkey? I think you have to have a Do male, any, don- no, male, male donkey, donkey and a female, female horse. horse. Yeah. It's got to be your donkey. case. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any donkey in you? So it is a... Boy, you like you're some? about to... There's a, it's a million to one odds that a mule can have a baby. Yeah, there, there have been five... I'm really into this. Thing. I know, there right? There have been five documented cases wow. in the last 200 years. But they have had to. They've had to have happened more frequently than that. Wow. Why? But just documented. Oh, documented. Okay, yeah. so a lot of these are illegal. But ligers can have babies. Okay, and, and so, so can so can tigons. What's a tigon? It's, it's the same a, thing, but it's just a turnip and a lion. A lion and a tiger is either a liger or a tigon. I've never heard tigon. Yeah, me neither. Hmm. But they are. Uh, you can breed those. I didn't know that there were different cows for dairy and for meat. Uh yes, uh, I, yes. I didn't know that either. I just learned that. There's have you ever seen a sweeper that... tiger? <laughs> no. Part sweet potato, part tiger. <laughs> but like, not all cows just produce milk. They have either had to have like they either had to be pregnant or just had a calf or something okay. like that. No, Here's the question, then I'll ask. So, in the in the world of beef, <laughs> here we go. Where is beef most commonly culled from? From from cattle? From yeah, cows, bulls, right? Uh, yes, yeah, essentially, yeah. not cows predominantly, right? Oh, I don't know about there are f- female. You mean? Well, I looked at. Well, Do you know? Because I well because I, I, I didn't know. I, I don't thought eat it was meat like, really. So farmers, farmers, call now, please. Where does where does meat a steak, Kobe beef? We th- I tend to think of beef from a bull, as opposed to a female cow or I mean a cow, yeah, a guess. female cattle. Yeah. You know, as much as uh, as, you, really as sure. you're informed about this, I still get confused about how the the egg That's, process and cows and uh, and bulls. Steve. Is that okay. right? It's okay. Both, yeah. Okay. And did yes. you guys know that they're? Oh, go ahead, Kat. No, I was gonna say the, it's that like traditional black and white cow that you see are the dairy cows, like and, an Angus, and the the brown ones, and then no. uh, and Angus, Angus is beef. Angus is beef. Yes. Right. Sorry. Go ahead. And then the meat, uh, I think, are the the bulls, which are I think typically the um, all black and the brown cows as well. However, the dairy cows, after uh, they stop producing or they're not producing quality, uh, they actually will use them for some uh, beef, but in like lower grade, like fast foods and yeah. places like to that. Feed the cows. <laughs> did you ever milk a cow before? Cow? No, I never I have. have. I did in Vermont. It's weird. It's it's a bizarre sensation. Yeah. It feels a little yeah jerky. Right. Um, I took All right. So here's here's the uh, uh, the the cows, the Herefords, the Aberdeens, and uh, Angus. Yeah, are usually bred to produce muscle, not milk, and tend to be much uh, health heftier okay. uh, than dairy cows. You know, it's a trip. 
is seeing those uh, those muscular cows. Yeah. Yes. Have you ever seen those? Oh, my yeah. God. They're usually, yeah, they have yeah, these. Yeah. Kathy, they look like they're at the gym all the time. <laughs> Who wants some milk? It's crazy. Bouncers at dairy bars is yes. what they are. Yeah. Start tugging on me. Um, did you know that there is a Longhorn farm on 402, 401. They're on, amazing. On the way out to uh, the, the French Creek. With Longhorn steer? Uh, I have yeah. not seen them out and there. And so my question for you is this. Uh, do Longhorns, do female cows, uh, female Longhorns have Longhorns as well? I think only the males do. They have... Uh, I always assume They have vagina horns. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I will honestly female say I don't male know. Female Longhorn cows and bulls have the horns. Okay. Oh! Cool. I'm, I'm woefully uh, We're learning misinformed. Stuff. Well, here's something that I learned. Uh, apparently, only the brown cows can make chocolate milk. <laughs> Shut up. Stop it. Stop. Uh, I'm bringing it back to the donkeys because yes. during that whole conversation, we were talking about the names. My friend has a donkey, and I could not, for the life of me, remember the name of it. But I knew there was like a connection. I'm like, why do they want to? Why do I want to tell them the name of the donkey? Her name was Annabelle. Oh, oh. yay! Annabelle. All right, Annabelle. Annabelle. Seriously. Wow. By the way, I think Kathy should get a set of Longhorns to put on the front of her car. Wouldn't that look <laughs> awesome? Be so that so would look and, awesome. And then wear a ten-gallon hat too uh, all the time. I have uh, Miller, who is a zookeeper. There we go. Now he can explain the hybrid animals. All right, uh, real quick. Hi, Miller. Good morning. Good to see you. Good to be good known to see you. To see you. <laughs> hey, Miller. Good morning to see you. All right. So, uh, hybrid animals. We were talking about a mule in that they cannot reproduce. You're aware of this? Yes. So, two animals that are in the same family, like a donkey and a horse, uh, they have the mule. But the since they're not in the same species, like they're not both horses, the offspring are usually 100% always infertile. Interesting. Wow. But and, but as Nick had said, the, the case isn't true with a, a liger or a tigon. Well, I I know they say that, but it, it, it isn't true. Because even though they're both cat species, they they can't, those offspring are always infertile. All right. So that would, that would actually seem to make sense. In the case... Why Why would someone um, specifically breed a mule? Do you happen to know that as opposed to yes. a donkey? Yeah, so it kind of is one of those things like just like with dog breeds where you, when they mix dogs to try and get like the best of both worlds, they get the uh, good attitude and uh, demeanor of the horse, but then they get the work ethic and stamina of a donkey. I see. Okay, so so donkeys are a little bit more um, difficult to work with? Yes, they are. And their and, driving uh, skills suffer. <laughs> oh, it's it's terrible. That's why in all the cartoons you see the the guy has the carrot fishing in front of the donkey to keep him moving. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, yeah, that makes sense. Right. Interesting. All right, thank you, Miller. Appreciate it. All right, there we got it. Now. All right, now we really got deep into cows. And Judy is a beef farmer who is currently feeding the cattle yes. as we speak. Uh, Hi, Judy. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you? Wonderful, Judy. I'm sure you hear idiots like us all the time that have no idea about your industry whatsoever. And I'm saying, oh, my God, I just I need to call. I know. Thank you. Thank you for that. All right. What all did you hear that sounded way off base that you need to fix for us? Um, it's just if you had questions, uh, Kathy was definitely right. There are two different kinds of... Uh, the dairy cattle, the black and white, are more for the milk. And like you said, the Angus, 
that's bred for beef, uh, for meat. All right. So with those, with that breed, with the Angus and the Herefords and the ones that are that are bred for meat, uh, both the male and female are called. Okay. So big important thing is Kathy had mentioned bulls. What we do is you eat mainly uh, bulls that are castrated, which are called steers. Okay. Steers are producing the quality meat that you want with the marbling. A bull is more muscled meat. You don't want that. Okay, so I, I did not know the difference between steer and bull. I, I didn't know that. The, I thought oh, they were the so same thing. Okay, yeah. so a steer is oh, a no. castrated a castrated bull. You're going to have better, yeah. more marbly, flavorful uh, beef from that. It's about the size of it. Bull is, bull is all muscle. Bull's all muscle. So you take away his balls, yeah. lose the muscle. Yeah. And there then, you go. And, and you get better steak out of that. Yeah. Definitely. Poor sons of bitches, yeah. man. It's not worth what it. we do to eat. I hope you give them a couple of romps in the sack first, right? Oh, this is just great. Uh, actually, yeah, they're only in there about a week. They're about a week old, and we banned at a week old. So, yeah. no, no romping. We banned. That's when they put a really super tight rubber band around their nuts. Yeah. You cut the balls off. They're going to dance into the slaughterhouse. Oh. Now, we do it when they're young so that it's uh, less stressful on them. Okay. It's like getting um, yeah. you, it's it's like getting your uh, snip when you're a kid. Yeah. You don't know. But, Judy, so what about the sure. what about the, the female? Um, okay. Uh, uh, well, the, cattle? Yeah, the female cattle, the, the ones that, like Angus okay. cattle, do you mainly use them for breeding? Uh, actually, we don't do any breeding here, but we do feed uh, heifers, which are ca- uh, cats. Cows, you know. um, a female that yep. does not have a calf. So the males are castrated, and you can feed the females with them because there will be no breeding. No okay. breeding here. I know you guys don't breed them, but what I was saying over generally over in the in the industry. The, um, oh, yes. Okay. Yes. All right. And yes. by the way, do you remember when heifer was like a big-time insult? Oh, yeah. Yes, you're a heifer. A, someone a heifer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, now it's a and, compliment. And just to tell you, heifers will, will fatten up faster, so the girls are the... The girls are the eaters. Okay. okay. All right. Hey, where's your farm, by the way, Judy? Um, actually, I've written in twice before. I'm from Burnville, so I am about an hour and a half northwest of you. And our signal's pretty good there? What's that? Our signal's pretty good there? Yes. All right, good. Oh, my gosh. We, 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 we live stream all the time. Oh, okay. okay. We're live streaming. Well, we all appreciate right. that. That's Why, awesome. You want to do a farm uh, um, tour sometime, Case? Yeah. The farm report. Yeah. <laughs> I used oh to do my a farm. I'd love to have you. Casey wants to come out and milk a steer. No, not a steer. There's no balls on that thing. Let's come out. We're right near Cabela's. Oh. Okay. 78. Okay. All right. Excellent. So yeah. pick up my fishing okay. hat and a, a I license. Rem- I remember talking to you before, Judy. All right. Thank you so much. Okay. We appreciate the heads You're up. You're welcome. All right. Take care. All right. We, take are, care. we are so dumb. Oh, my God. You are so dumb. <laughs> uh, by you the way. so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> You are so dumb. I miss that guy. I love it. If you remember the beginning, it was like, oh, yeah. uh, we have a rapist here. <laughs> You are so dumb. You are so dumb. Uh, by the way, going back to Bobcat Goldthwait. Yes. Uh, he had apparently came out in defense of Gunn when people tried to cancel him for past tweets and called out Disney for their hypocrisy while threatening to take his voice away from projects. Oh, that makes sense then. So he had supported him, and therefore that's why he wanted to thank The whole him. cast of Guardians supported Gunn during all that. Yeah. 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 And 
we're better off as a result. All right. That is going to wrap up this <laughs> all-over-the-place <laughs> segment. Dear God. Our farm report. You are so dumb. I just want to remind you that this happened earlier during the show, okay? What? Can I play this piece of audio okay. for you? This happened earlier in the show. Boo! He said, I could tell that... <laughs> I could tell that his behavior was not normal. Who knows what that person might do if they have a chance to think. Zoinks! <laughs> I just... I did you? not mean to do that at all. As, play again. Oh I think I was laughing at you saying zoinks and it came out as a burp. Zoinks! <laughs> I... Yeah, the way the way you belch or fart at home is decidedly different. Than, like Kathy, the way you fart here is much different. Zoinks! <laughs> <Doinks. laughs> you were like in pure shock. That oh I my god! I, I, it came. I had no. You know when a burp's coming. Yeah. I didn't know that was coming. That's crazy. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a second, and we'll get to the bizarre file stories when we return. Hang out. WMMR proudly supports the American Cancer Society Bikeathon Bridge to the Beach, celebrating 51 years of riding for a world without cancer. Hey, it's Marcus. Join me and Team WMMR on Sunday, June 11th for this family-friendly ride to save lives. All Team WMMR riders can now access group pricing for Team WMMR jerseys and other great cycling apparel from Volet and their Made in America. The first 50 team members that hit their fun Raising goal will get $50 towards their purchase thanks to our great sponsor, Tamman Inc., because everybody has the right to access information. Register to ride with Team WMMR. Get complete details at WMMR.com or text BIKE to 39333 for a link to the info. The ACS Bikeathon and 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. All right, let's do the B file. Here we go. No. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by PGW. Improve the comfort of your home and lower energy bills with a PGW Energy Sense rebate up to $1,400 in savings with new home heating equipment. And you can learn more at PGWEnergySense.com. Well, senior prank season hit a bit closer to home than usual. This year for the head of a boarding school in Delaware, more than 70 senior students pulled the ultimate prank on Joy McGrath. She is the head of school at St. Andrews in Middletown. And what they did was they camped out in her kitchen overnight. Oh, I saw this. Yes. great. It was, the video is so cute of her coming downstairs. The school said that the entire senior class crept into her home around 1 a.m. on May 19th and bedded down for a good night's sleep all over the first floor of her residence. When she came down for morning coffee at 6 a.m., she realized she wasn't in, or she wasn't alone. Uh, McGrath said, I was in shock. They were in every possible corner like sardines, and it took me a second to realize, oh, this is a senior prank. <laughs> yeah, you see her face, so she comes out, and there's, she opens a yeah. door, and she, like, sees them, and immediately, like, her her reaction is to shut the door, and she, like, leaves for a little bit. I don't know what she did, and then and then she comes back and sees them all. I think they called, because because she she sees somebody she doesn't recognize. She goes, oh, my God, someone's in my <laughs> kitchen. Doesn't realize there's 70 people in the kitchen. <laughs> so, the video, uh, she opens the door to her kitchen and finds a group of students huddled together throughout the room. Stunned, she retreats back behind the door before reappearing and says, Good morning, little bunnies, followed by a round of laughter from the kids. Uh, they concocted the prank last month after McGrath had invited a group of students over to her home for breakfast 
at 12 a.m. after the senior prom. Uh, McGrath's husband, Ty Jones, in- intentionally left the front door unlocked so that seniors could get inside. That's great. And the students all agreed to go straight to bed in order to avoid waking, waking up their her. target. Now, that takes some discipline yes. for high school seniors to pull that off. <laughs> and she, But she said, uh, I can sleep through anything. Uh, but the school admitted uh, in its Instagram post that the class of 2023 got McGrath good. So that... Is a fun, creative senior yeah, prank. One that you. I had another story of the you know where they poured cement into the toilets and stuff That's like that. It's destructive. Yeah, and they did kill her mule though. Probably. Oh, yeah, oh. Gonna, poor thing. All right, a Texas school superintendent <laughs> sent lewd photos to an undercover officer oh, posing online no. as a 15 year old girl that he planned to meet with. This is the superintendent. Oh. <laughs> Michael Keith Stevens, superintendent of the Itzica uh, Independent School District, was arrested Thursday and accused of online solicitation of a minor. He was sentenced. <laughs> so I'd like to explain. Uh, to jail. His bond was $100,000. Stevens was one of seven people arrested after an undercover operation with more than a dozen local law enforcement offices. Uh, officers posed as teens aged 13, 14, and 15 communicated online. The school administrator was allegedly communicating with a teen he believed was from Houston. He sent pictures of his private parts oh, man. and asked for nude videos and images in return. He told the undercover investigator he was at work with some of his disturbing photos appeared to be taken in his office. <sighs> and during the conversation, he was planning a trip to Houston to engage in sex acts. Dude. Uh, this is big slob. Dead, busted. A, this is pretty wild footage. A drunken boater was seen passed out behind the wheel Tuesday as his fishing boat barreled towards a Pinellas County beach filled with swimmers. Jeez. I mean, dude passed out while driving that boat. A sheriff's office helicopter located the boat, which was making its way toward a public swimming beach while the operator was unconscious and slumped over the helm. Uh, when two officers, uh, sheriff's office boats arrived, the driver of the boat was conscious, but was disoriented and showed signs of impairment. A passenger was also unresponsive on the deck of the boat. Uh, the deputy asked the boat's operator, how much do you have to drink? <laughs> the man responds saying, we don't have no alcohol. We don't have no alcohol. The deputy responds saying, I'm looking at an empty beer can. And I boater- seen it. The uh, the boater then looks down and says, yes. <laughs> uh, deputy also asked the boater where he parked, and uh, they ended up finding out where they were. Uh, the man was taken to the shore where he performed poorly on field sobriety tests. He was arrested on a charge of boating under the influence. Years ago, uh, my parents were in the Coast Guard Auxiliary, uh, the Long Island Sound, and, and part of that deal was if they thought someone was imbibing, I, I, get, I don't know if they had what, what their jurisdiction was, what they were able to do, but that was something they were told to look out for, which well, my, is drunk vehicle operating. My friend Doug got a BUI one time. Oh, did he? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, a rabid beaver. Attacked a man swimming in the Connecticut River between Hatfield and Hadley on Sunday evening. Uh, Sending him to the hospital with injuries to his arm and chest. Let me tell you, those things, obviously, they're... they're the teeth and the, the the this kind of thing. No, they're they're they're, uh, they're huge. Oh my God! Yeah, they can they can do some serious damage. Uh, the man who has since been released from the hospital was attacked on the Hadley side and then taken to the Hatfield Bank 
uh, by friends so an ambulance could reach him. Uh, the beaver went after the swimmer about three times. I thought you meant like a commercial bank. I'm like, I'm not thinking. No, not, a, not they, they didn't. Why? Did he have to do some really extreme banking? No, the bank of the river. Yeah. Uh, and so the, the beaver went after him three times and was still latched onto his arm Jeez. when his friend helped him out onto the beach. I'm not, I'm not letting go. He declined to say how the beaver was killed. Uh, a sample from the beaver tested positive for rabies uh, this week. And so a state wildlife biologist said that beaver bites are rare in his experience. They're delicious, they too, happen. around snack time. Beaver oh, yeah. bites. Beaver bites. You, you going to finish your beaver bites? All right, and then finally, a man visiting the Vatican. Stripped off all his clothes, ran naked to the main altar in St. Peter's Basilica. I'm in, a ghost! In an apparent act of protest against the Ukraine war. Oh. Uh, so, in an image posted online, it shows the man with an inscription painted on his back calling for Ukrainian children to be saved. Guards, Says, uh, no regrets. Uh, <laughs> guards handed the unidentified man over to Italian police. A Vatican source told Reuters, to adding that he also had self-inflicted cuts on his body from his fingernails. Mm. It's unclear if he faces any charges at this point. So, naked in St. Peter's Square. All right, and there you go. Not right. St. Peter's Basilica. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, uh, we're going to take a break. I've been told we have an announcement. Whoa! It's a show. It's announced fantastic. And we might have some giveaways in conjunction with that as well. I'll give you a heads up on that whole thing. I think Wednesday is when we're doing the giveaway. That will... No, 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 no. We have extras for today. Ooh. That's beautiful. All right, so when we get back, we'll roll out that information. We'll also get the lesson question, trash, and music news. Stay there. We'll be right back. In MMR's early days, we used carrier pigeons for requests. But some people got mad at us. So now we have the text line at 39333. It's faster, better, and there's less poop. So text us anytime at 39333. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earth-born diamonds. Well, you're right. But Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earth-born diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, we are zeroing in on less than two weeks away from the Preston and Steve blood drive. I bleed is what they call that. I believe for Preston and Steve. We have our new shirt, uh, which is a great design that we're very happy with. Uh, that you can end up getting if you come out and donate. And there's some other tchotchkes you get, too. Friends yes. like Window Nation. we got a lot of great sponsors. American Red Cross, obviously. We'll be broadcasting live uh, at the Oaks Convention Center. And Pierre Robert is going to be broadcasting live from Live Casino. 
and Brent Porsche as well. So we have a lot happening. Would love for you to do that. And we, we, you know, we never put a number on things like Camp Out for Hunger, like the, the blood drive. But we want to get back to our days of glory of pre-COVID, and we want to hit that thousand unit mark. So and it's needed. Ask him for your help. It is most definitely needed. So they've been coming after me, uh, you know, um, and I'm 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 in the zone. I'm waiting. I'm waiting yeah. for it. it's just a yes. couple days away. Time. But yeah. uh, you can tell by how much they um, solicit for you what yeah. the situation is, and it's obviously a critical situation. Yep. And you can get uh, the information and uh, the pre-screening and all that stuff at uh, PrestonAndSteve.com. We do recommend that you do the pre-screening because it will save space if for some reason you have traveled or taken a medication yeah. or some kind of physical ailment or something like that uh, that might disqualify you, then another person can take that appointment and you've helped out in that way. Yeah, you made okay. the effort. Yeah. yeah. All right, so PrestonandSteve.com for all that. Let's give away a lesson question prize. We're going to do a $50 Rita's Italian Ice gift card and you can head to Rita's for a five-layer gelati back for a limited time. And the question that we will pose to you is this. Casey is a veteran of and a hero of which war? <laughs> we found this out this morning. 215-263-WMMR. Of course, it's not true. It's not stolen valor. It's a joke. <laughs> what is Casey? Casey is a veteran of and a hero of which war? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. The trash business is a goldmine. 93.3 WMMR. With Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, this morning's brought to you by Helium Comedy Club. Bringing the laughs to Philadelphia for many years. Helium Comedy Club is the best comics of today and tomorrow, live every week. Tickets and lineup at heliumcomedy.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, the daughter of Fantastic Four actor Yowen Gruffid has filed for a temporary restraining order against her father, 13-year-old Ella Gruffid says she was determined to give him something unique for Father's Day. Oh, my it's adorable. God. Sons of Anarchy star, Anarchy star Charlie Hunnam appeared to be participating in L.A.'s Wear Orange Weekend to kick off National Gun Violence Awareness Day by wearing an orange hoodie and orange sneakers. Hunnam, who is British, later explained he was actually participating in London's Dress Like a Road Cone Dance. <laughs> and, finally, and finally, Christopher Nolan has not made an R-rated movie since 2002, but his upcoming film Oppenheimer has just officially received an R rating. Apparently, through most of the first half of the movie, famed theoretical physicist J. Robert Oppenheimer appears completely topless. Wow. So that's what he wants. <laughs> that's Hollywood trash. I let's see if someone does know the answer to this. Casey is a veteran of and hero of which war? 215-263-WMMR. Chris is our first caller in, so we're going to go to Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, good morning, guys. Morning, bud. All right, so Casey is a veteran and hero of which war? Is it World War II? World yeah. War II. Hang on, Chris. Got yourself the $50 Rita's Italian Ice Gift Card, and you can head to Rita's for a five-layer gelati back for a limited time only. Enjoy your favorite ice flavors with an extra layer of creamy custard to build your own masterpiece. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3. WMMR. Yeah! Really? Yeah. Right, I'm going to save the announcement for last in music news. Uh, but it is brought to you today by Sequoia Outback. You can make your deck or outside space a source of comfort and pride. Shop 4th of the July sale uh, at Sequoia Outback, Route 309 in Hatfield, or at Deck Supplies. .com. So Coldplay announced before their Music of the Spheres World Tour that they had some very ambitious environmental goals. And so far, they've been responsible for the planting of 5 million trees. Whoa. 
On top of that, they are about to hit their goal of 50% carbon reduction from their previous tour. On a press statement from the band, while the numbers are a good start and something that uh, the crew should be very proud of, they said there is definitely still room for improvement. Uh, they went on to explain that they now run the entire show, audio lights, lasers, etc., from an electric battery system that allows them to use 100% renewable energy as efficiently as possible. So they're starting to reach their goals, and they even want to improve after that. Billy Corgan couldn't help singing the praises of his longtime friend and Foo Fighters pal, uh, Dave Grohl. Uh, in a new interview, Corgan said, Well, if you look back at Gen X, Dave Grohl has really won the race, which says a lot about Nirvana because not only did you have Kurt in the band, you had Dave, who, of course, contributed to so many great songs, but then went on to make so many great songs of his own. And I think Dave continues to form at a very high level. Obviously, there's been tragedy of late, and I'm certainly sympathetic because Taylor was a wonderful person. In regard to his own personal competitive spirit, uh, Billy admitted that it's diminished with age. He said, I tend not to, tend not to think about it that way anymore. Uh, because I really think your greatest competition is yourself. At this point, I have a wonderful life. I've been very, very blessed and blessed with a beautiful family. Music for me at this point is a choice. I don't have to do music. And I'm not saying that as a snob. I'm saying that I really, really want to do music. So I think my greatest competitor at this point is just myself and my own uh, wacky brain. That's cool. Yeah. Hailstorm's Lizzie Hale open up about what fans can expect from the band in the coming months. She said, oh, my goodness, all the things. I mean, we're still not sick of this. We're still very immature in the way that we approach everything in a good way. We're still a bunch of kids that are experiencing Europe and experiencing travel, and we still really like each other. Uh, we love playing. So, yeah, we're going to do everything that we possibly can, she said. Um, right now, she said, we've, got, uh, we've actually begun writing for the next album. Uh, just in case we have some time to get in the studio and do it. So you can be looking forward to new music from us. Uh, there's still a pile of collaborations that I've done uh, that I can't talk about. I'm sorry. So you'll be sick of me before the year is over. A lot of things are going to be popping up. But, yeah, really just touring and doing the thing we love to do the most. Uh, extreme guitarist Nuno Betancourt revealed that he once shared a brief songwriting session with Paul McCartney. Huh. Kind of. So Betancourt recalled uh, McCartney helping him along with a new tune during the 2015 Grammy rehearsals. Because <laughs> uh, Betancourt was, uh, he used to play guitar for Rihanna okay. uh, when she was on tour. And so he was backing um, him, uh, uh, Paul, Rihanna, and Kanye West for their performance of that single, Four or Five Seconds. I remember that thing, yeah. So he said, I just hear his voice. Uh, what's that you're playing? And I'm like, uh, and he goes, ooh, that, that sounds uh, expensive. Uh, and he said, I'm sweating now because he's talking to me and I'm sweating. And he goes, what do you what have you got for the chorus? Because I said it was just a little verse. What do you have for the chorus? And I'm thinking, uh, don't tell me that I'm actually effing writing a song with <laughs> Paul McCartney right now. Please don't tell me that's happening. Here, Trevor Rickenbacker. You and broke it! <laughs> you destroyed it, you idiot! Uh, he added, and I thought, you know what? F this. And I go, what would you do for the chorus? And then he just starts singing in that Paul McCartney falsetto. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, this is incredible. I'm writing with Paul. And then he said, and then Kanye came, came over and interrupted us. <laughs> and it ended. I'm going to let you finish. It ended there. Yeah, I'm going to let you finish. But first. Yeah. All right. How about this? This was on um, uh, WMMR.com. Great story. Bohemian Rhapsody. One of Rock's most iconic songs. 
a masterpiece. However, it was almost titled something else. In notes from Freddie Mercury that will soon hit the auction block, it appeared that the epic track was originally titled Mongolian Rhapsody. Mongolian. Yes. Photos of Freddie's notes were shared by the New York Times, and they show the word Mongolian scratched out and Bohemian written above. The outlet for... (laughs) Mongolian throat singing. Uh, so they show the uh, word Mongolian scratch out, and apparently uh, the outlet further notes the potential alternative title for Bohemian Rhapsody has been unknown since the song premiered almost 50 years ago and has gone unmentioned in prominent Queen biographies. Uh, these notes from Mercury are one of nearly 1,500 items from the late Queen frontman that will go up for auction in September. As previously reported, Mercury's longtime friend and confidant, Mary Austin, has partnered with Sotheby's for a massive auction of Mercury's possessions that he left to her in his will. Uh, the collection titled Freddie Mercury, A World of His Own, is going on tour this summer. And then we have a show announcement to make. Ooh. It's not a music announcement, though. But I would like to let you know that the program that I speak of is going to be Friday, October 13th at Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City. And it is Tracy Morgan. So Tracy Morgan will be performing, and tickets will go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. You can visit theoceanac.com for tickets and information. It's a 21 and older show. Oh, yeah. It's pretty cool, though. And we have got tickets to give away right now. We'll take caller number 26 at 215-263-WMMR and give you tickets to see Tracy Morgan at uh, Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City. And then for our Word of the Week prize, we're going to give some more away then, too. Nice. Uh, So let's take that 26 caller and we will set you up, my friend. And that is the last item in music news. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back and wrap up our program. We have a new Word of the Week prize. Tell you about it when we get back. Teachers rock. And MMR feels they deserve special recognition. That's why Preston and Steve are looking for the coolest teacher at your high school. It's not a pop quiz, but we will need you to vote. Tune in at 615 when Preston and Steve select at random one area high school. Students from that school will have 24 hours to vote for their coolest teacher at PrestonandSteve.com. Preston and Steve's Coolest Teacher, weekdays at 6.15. Sponsored by Five Below. Hot stuff, cool prices. 93.3 WMMR. Class dismissed. 10.42 a.m. on Monday with the Preston and Steve Show. And a beautiful stretch of days we have ahead of us. Today's high about 78 degrees. And uh, we'll have uh, partly cloudy skies and then... 82 tomorrow, 79 on Wednesday, 79 on Thursday, 76 on Friday. Oh, spectacular. Not really seeing any rain, maybe a passing shower or something that might happen at one time or another. But it is getting, it's a little dry. I don't know if you've noticed that or yes. not. The lawns are turning brown. and uh, Pee do, wherever you can. We do need a little bit of moisture so when you can pee freely, yes. uh, you're doing it for everybody else. For nature. Yeah, exactly. Um, so wrapping up today's show, and I would like to thank... Uh, Joey McIntyre yes. for being on the show this Good morning. Dude. Yeah, it was it was fun to talk to him. 
He has oh a solo show coming to town August 1st at City Winery. It's uh, sold out. Yes. So, in fact, it was funny because we told him it was sold out. He's like, what the hell am I doing here? <laughs> he's got that Boston Yeah, yeah a little bit, but yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, it was cool to have him on. And he's going to be in a Lifetime miniseries. Yeah. Where he plays a bad guy. And that comes out on July 8th. So it was nice to talk to him. We announced Camp Out for Hunger Dates. I know. It's are way out in me? front. Nope. No. We announced the dates. Uh, Pierre, and they are going to be Halloween this year, right? November through November thirteenth through the seventeenth. Is that um, that's even earlier than last year? Is no, it? no, it's around the same time frame yeah, I okay. recall. So we we and, and when I made the announcement, I said that we you know we used to do it the week right after Thanksgiving, right? Uh, and then we found it kind of it kind of jumbled up the the holiday weekend, and also it, sometimes we would get nasty weather because it was starting to get a little bit later. So then we like we did it. Around this time that I announced today, and then we tried to overcompensate and did it in October one time. We're like, that's way too early. Too much. We did it in October? Yeah. Yeah, well, we did no, do it. The day after Halloween. Dude, that literally, oh, it was the day after Halloween? Yeah, it started okay. on November 1st. Really? Oh, that's right, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, so it also has to do with what's going on in the sports right, complex right. as well. So uh, November 13th through the 17th, and um, yeah, just put it in the calendar. It'll be good to go. Cool. All right. How you doing, man? Very well, thank you. Excellent. Good weekend. Very nice. Wonderful. So, let's uh, see, Saturday I went... I went. Uh, uh, see, I went to the record company and watched uh, half of their set, and then went across town. Oh yeah, and saw John Mellencamp. Oh yeah, all right. And saw uh, an hour and a half of his set. It was great. Where did stuff. John play? Uh, he played at the Miriam. What's it called? Schubert Miriam Miller Theaters. Now yes. Called. Three different names. It's at. I don't know uh, why it keeps changing names, but um, it uh, same building, same theater. A really nice place, and. He was amazing. I awesome. predicted. I, I remember saying that. And yeah. said, I, I, can't, I don't know if I can do that. And I said, you're going to do it. That's the well, way you roll. I, I got there in time to say hello to the record company and hang with them for a while. Watched like five or six of their songs. Jumped out. Jumped across town. And uh, saw the last hour and something of, of Mellencamp set. How was it? He's great. He did at one point, he did a, a singer-songwriter thing. Oh. I mean, he just did it like a storyteller. He came out with the band. That Red Hot band, a lot of the guys have been there for a long time. Mike Wanchek, um, Andrew is lead guitar player. Lisa Germano, an amazing uh, yeah. fiddle, uh, player. She's awesome. Yeah, she's quite uh, quite stunning. And um, then the band left, and he did a storyteller set for like four or five songs. And awesome. he's so engaging. And yeah. He tells these great stories. And then the band came on, and they just nailed it. And the crowd is singing along. It was great fun. Nice. Excellent. Fun. Had a fun weekend. Yes, Very thank good. you. And back to work we go. Is that where we are? That's yes. where we are. Okay. Yes. And are you the keeper of the letter? I am. Let's get it from you. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. T is in tarantula. T is in tarantula. Yeah. All right. We're going to give away a pie Zeke round barbecue and fire pit kit from Landis Block. And Landis Block is you, is where you can start imagining your backyard paradise by looking at the photo gallery online at LandisBC.com. What is happening on your Monday morning program, sir? Why, thank you for asking. We will have tickets for Dead and Company uh, next Thursday, which will be fun. Uh, we've got uh, uh, Workforce Blocks of the Hooters, Dave Matthews Band, and Genesis. All right. Nice. A full day of some great music. And I would like to thank our sponsors. The President Steve Show is brought to you today by Duncan. 
Of course, the President and Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Polar Seltzer. Why be flat when you can sparkle refreshingly? Natural Polar Seltzer. And also brought to you by Circa Flags. Visit CircaFlags.com for all your personalized beach gear. I like this. Uh, tomorrow on our program, uh, the very lovely Patricia Heaton, the actress, ah. will be joining us. And uh, locally, NBC Sports Philadelphia, Taryn Hatcher. We'll be on the show. An interesting story about Vanderpump Rules, how she is coming uh, to be on our program tomorrow. (laughs) We'll explain it all then. That's it. We're done. Ray, John, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives for newly appointed agents. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the United States Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers usbp. That's cbp.gov careers usbp.